0: If you take a little bit of Shocker plus a dash of Christine and mix it with the helping of Rocktober Blood and top it off with a pair of rock and roll and metal icons, and you have yourself one hell of a wild gem of a movie. So wake up, sleepyheads. It's party time. And make sure you listen to this episode backwards because we watch Trick or Treat. We watch it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. turn. To- what's up moon goons happy halloween i just depending on where you're listening this might be a little bit late but we're gonna extend halloween because we fucking can so enjoy a uh, extended halloween because we say so anyway welcome to horrible horror the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies movies so bad they're scary i'm your host lord marshall hampton with me today um back one more time because you can't get rid of them just like fucking herpes i think i said that joke before but i don't care here's mr nachos the werewolf right yes nachos welcome back one more time <laughs>
1: how are you doing marshall geez i think at this point uh um, i'm we're going that, steady
0: yeah i think we're it, way past the third date yeah you need a ring I need a ring on my finger now
1: if you like um it, you should put a ring on it I, i've been
0: better i've been dealing with a lot of shit lately man i have been dealing with like a fucking pinched nerve in my neck so I'm, so I'm having like neck pain which is causing like ocular migraines and shit and on top of that i'm having bad allergies so i got this like sinus pressure on top of a ocular migraine and pinched over my neck i've been fucking miserable for like the last two weeks you look like the Mukinex blob <laughs> <laughs> in the nicest way possible yeah. um but anyway so um yeah we're extending halloween um we're gonna do this because um, just the season fuck it if they can do christmas now and right. in january we can do fucking halloween till mid, year november
1: oh baby right. hey, um, And there's still pumpkins out it's still fucking halloween I, god damn right it is
0: um so, before we get into this week's movie, uh, a couple of things I want to say, uh, or some things I want to talk about real quick. Um, first, also, let's get the shameless plugs out of the way. Uh, you can, if you want to help support the show, you can check out our merch page on HorribleHorrorPodcast.com, and go to our merch site and get yourself all sorts of t-shirts and Beer pints and sweatshirts and uh, 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 stickers and pins and all sorts of fun stuff there. Oh my. Uh, you can also, if you want to have any suggestions, movie suggestions for the show or comments, critiques, or just want to bitch at us, you can call the hotline at 7404 Suck It. That's 7404 Suck It.
1: Look at you. And
0: if you're really feeling giddy and uh, want to throw money at us because you're super nice, uh, you can support us on Patreon as well. Uh, you can go to our Patreon and support us there too. Uh, so, one thing I will say about this movie going forward before I even tell you about it this move this episode might be a really good one to listen to on a Friday night, maybe a Saturday night when you got when you ain't got shit to do next morning because this is going to be, could be a really good drinking game episode because oh. every time you hear me say either blue lightning or blue electricity or electricity, you can take a drink and you can thank me in the morning when you're hung over as shit.
1: <laughs> Marshall, I wanted to ask you, see, I'm a fan of Chopping Mall and also Blue Lightning. Yes. What if I could like get that on a shirt somewhere? You can't.
0: So, it's funny you say it because we actually have a I'm Blue Chopping Mall Lightning shirt on the what? Horrible Horror merch page wow. on com. Uh, with that said, um, now one more thing I want now. Just I'm sure you've heard about this already. I thought about texting you earlier today, but I was like, you know, I will save it for now. All um, right. So I'm certain you've heard about it, but I've, I saw a bunch of posts about this on social media today. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't like just exploded in a giant ball of like calm and stuff. But
1: very ske- not skeptic, skeptic.
0: But you might know where I'm going with this. But, oh, I have uh, a very good idea. The news it. that Mr. James Gunn is doing a Lobo movie now. No,
1: I didn't know that.
0: Oh, where do you think I was going? Because uh, that is the news. Mr. Who's, every time we get together, he's like, he ends up talking about wanting a Lobo movie. And I saw today, apparently James Gunn is being signed on or talks of doing a Lobo movie. I couldn't
1: think of a better director for that. That's That's what I was thinking. That'd be a good one. That's yeah <laughs> i mean so like obviously i was gonna say the rock is lobo but he's kind of doing black adam marshall yeah. who do you think would be a good lobo honestly i don't
0: that's a good one because uh, rock would be um i
1: mean if we, if we just
0: do if we're doing just pure size and muscle tone it's gotta be a wrestler i was thinking you could do batista but he's doing guardians mm. is the problem but he's used to being in the makeup i don't know if he has the like the acting chops or comedic timing to pull off a Lobo again, I don't know much about Lobo. Yes, he's funny as Drax, but Drax is deadpan and yeah. flat. Lobo is probably more
1: a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Um, it's like so, Wolverine's Deadpool. Yeah. Kind of so thing.
0: maybe you could do, uh, I don't know, maybe, but Drax, you know, Batista might be saying, because he's part of MCU, he might be locked into just doing that. I don't, he might not be allowed to do movies movies. Um
1: Otherwise, I don't really know. I Uh, I think Triple H would be great for it because he's got timing, uh, comedy timing. You've seen, what, Blade Trinity? Yeah, I did like him in that. Definitely one of the saving graces of that film. Uh,
0: He might be a little too busy now that he's basically running WWE. (laughs) So I don't know. But what
1: happened to the W? Did I miss something? (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. So anyway,
0: so I'm curious. What do you think
1: I was gonna say? Oh, you're I like... thought, well, <laughs> I guess I got something to talk about. Okay. Did you hear that A24, the snooty elevated horror? Yeah, alpha, I know. Oh, uh, are they doing a Friday the 13th prequel show starring uh, yes. Pamela Voorhees? Uh,
0: yeah, it's supposed to be on like uh, Peacock. Netflix, yeah, thank you. it's gonna be like Camp Crystal Lake prequel shit. Uh, I don't know anything about it other than like if it's supposed to be like, I, I don't. This is weird because like Pamela. Didn't go crazy and start killing people till Jason died. Well, so, like, C-Marsh? is she, <clears throat> she going to be going we... around killing people and chopping them up and putting them in the chili that kids are eating like, throughout the whole season? Must and be then, one of
1: those hard shell peppercorns. Like, yeah, I,
0: I don't know what to expect. Or is Jason going to be, are they going like, to kind of redo like, the C- Jason verse? And is Jason going to be stalking around the grounds so in the this, background?
1: This like... is what I heard. So, <clears> throat> take throat> it for a fucking grain of salt because you know what I'm not? A fucking lawyer. No. Uh Lawyer up. <laughs> Uh, so apparently there's some kind of agreement with the rights to where they can use Jason and the mask and all that shit's fine. Because as much as I love a Friday the 13th movie, you know, an hour and 20 minutes. Right. I could easily do a fucking show. Bring me Baghead Jason back. (laughs) That would be great.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued, but I don't have high hopes either, but I'm definitely gonna check it out. But I, I'm holding back like my. Super giddiness or sort of this because right. oh this could be awesome it could be great but I'm like eh, I'm going to temper my expectations a bit because this could be
1: it's like getting a boner and then somebody slams it in a fucking car yeah, I mean it could,
0: we could be talking like Netflix Resident Evil shit oh here. god so, no, I mean, no who knows what's going to happen
1: Uh it's supposedly the dude who fucking did Hannibal the TV show which is supposedly very good yeah I
0: never I never saw it never also saw drink it.
1: every time I say supposedly I'm like <laughs> a little fucking mean kid uh uh. Yeah, he's raining it or something. so, A24 right there, and then that fucking dude. So, how prestigious and proper can you get with some (laughs) fucking special needs uh, blumpkin (laughs) from Jersey, you know? You know why Jason never talks? Because he probably fucking has a Jersey accent. Yeah. Oh God. I even you think about that? You
0: met Jason, kind of like retard, mess up Jason to with a Jersey accent. Oh so, God, that's horrible.
1: So everybody from the Jersey show, right there. Hey Ma, yeah. do you see my fucking <laughs> swimming trunks, Jason? You I think, told you. You to see, kid, wait. Jason's running around in like a velour tracksuit with gold chains
0: before he's I hope murdered in the I camp. hope
1: that's that's why he had his first outbursts because the fucking little Jersey goblins <laughs> stole his clothes and he's like. And they put them in those trunks.
0: Yeah. Oof. Oh, my God. Um, all right. So, all right, here we go. Let, let's dig into this week's movie uh, proper. Uh, we are doing trick or treat and not the ones you guys are probably thinking of.
1: With adorable Sam.
0: Yeah, with the little burlap sack kid guy, yeah. whatever.
1: The human embodiment of and yeah. Sam Haynes. Yeah. Actually, I have one more talking point. Oh, okay. One more okay. talking point. So... Um, just like your co-host, Aaron, I watched this movie a long time ago and kind of forgot to re-watch it. And speaking of Aaron, uh, I was house-sitting, uh, cat-sitting for my lovely girlfriend mm-hmm. over in St. Louis on a Friday night, and I figured, let's see what Aaron's doing. Yeah, So we went out for a couple cocktails, and he's like, oh, dude, I got to go home because I'm like a dad and shit. And I'm like, yeah, okay, way to be responsible. <laughs> so uh, I took it you know, upon yourself to just rain party mode. Okay. So I went to Barney McDrunko's. It's not actually called Barney McDrunko's, but if you've been there, you know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> and this is like our good friend, Obi-Wan Kenobi would say a collective of uh, a hive of scum and villain. Yes. So I'm there and I run into this guy, I know, and it's, you know, I'm chatting up and it's like, so yeah, they're wrapping up kind of shit. So I go out, we're talking and I go to my car to get a pack of smokes and so we're talking, and then I go back. Uh, like I got a piss, so I go behind this dumpster, and I'm taking a piss, and I look at my car. I'm like, that's weird. I don't remember leaving somebody in my car. <laughs> so uh, I go over to to my car, and guess who's not in the driver's seat? Me. It's somebody else. And so I pull my knife out, stab at the Christie, and uh, this dude is like kind of hanging out. And I go, Hey, buddy, what can I help you with? And this kid, probably 110 pounds soaking wet, just this scrawny fuck. And he sees my smile and he sees my knife and he fucking gets Tim Burton giant eyeballs big. And he's like, oh, God. And I'm like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And he's like what what am I going to do <laughs> yeah. with this person in my car right now I go let me see your wallet he's like oh okay and I said thank you actually it was a, a billfold like a money clip mm-hmm. so I take what petty cash is there for you know safekeeping yeah and I take the billfold and I fucking chuck it apart across the parking lot and I watch it explode on impact and this <laughs> car just <laughs> It's like Gambit farted or something. <laughs> and then so he's like, Oh God. And I'm just doing stupid shit. Like picking my teeth with the <laughs> knife. I wanted to like push him up against my car and, right. and not stab him.
0: Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh,
1: but you know, like do one of those, like run it down his face kind of thing. But that's, I'm like,
0: that's some dark shit right there. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, it's the season. I like to have it's, fun. It's the season. Yeah. And so I looked down and I said, Hey buddy, those are some real nice shoes. What size are they? He goes, <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah, eight, eight, eight and a half. You, they're no good to me. I'm like, take them off and put them in that dumpster over there. Jesus Christ, Nachos! Don't fuck with me. Yeah, goddamn. And so he goes to like walk, and I push him in because he's in the fucking, you know, like the my car, the car door. Mm-hmm. I got him in the pyramid. He's not going in. Yeah, but you got to crawl across the seat and get fucking stabbed a couple times allegedly. Um, and so. He's like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, fucking throw him in there, buddy. (laughs) And then so he's just like, what's going on? I was like, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give you 15 second head start before I start stabbing the fucking shit out of you. (laughs) So this kid tears ass and he's running into socks and he falls down and fucking eats shit and tumbleweeds across the parking lot. And then so uh and so it gets better, I promise. And so uh then I stabbed him to death. Yeah, yeah. And uh there's so much semen in my pants. No, and then so like he's on the phone and he's like blah, 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 and it starts raining. It's just like fucking <laughs> perfect timing. So on my little driver's side, you know, a little compartment, I keep a cheap IKEA umbrella. So I fucking roll down the window, and I launch this thing point blank as hard as I fucking can into his chest. And I said, sorry about your luck, fucker. (laughs) So the next day, I go down to my car, and I'm looking for my, you know, like my cigarettes, my wallet kind of shit, see what's still there. And I notice a set of car keys. I don't drive a Volkswagen, (laughs) but they're Volkswagen keys. So... I was if I wasn't too hungover, I was gonna go wait in the parking lot next to the Volkswagen and just be like, Hey, buddy, how you doing? But the best part is there's an apartment key on it, so what oh, I Jesus want to do Christ. is I want to bring the keys back to Barney's. I don't know if we should keep you, should keep talking at this point. This might be using me on court at this point. What I'm gonna give him his keys back, but I'm gonna take off the apartment key. So he can just live in fear, knowing, <laughs> knowing what's you're... gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, don't, damn, not. <laughs> don't out fuck a fucker. Bottom line,
0: uh, Bob. Uh, basically, the message of the story is a uh, just lock a car door, dude. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I fucking set a solid death trap for that, and you know I got my seasonal intake of fear, and I didn't have to go to jail. All right. Sometimes you gotta rob a robber, you know. Yeah. No honor among thieves.
0: So uh, this um, Halloween story
1: time, completely mm. fictitious story time, was brought to you by... <laughs> right. See that, uh, um, those creative uh Brought to you writing. by uh,
0: uh, Forbidden Pumpkin, the Imperial Milkshake-style Indian India uh, Pale Ale, made with brew, brewed with pumpkin, spices, vanilla, and milk sugar.
1: More important, look at that alcohol content, uh, Yeah, homie.
0: Oh, jeez, I didn't even see that. God damn. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And also if you look close, there you go. So it's this kid in a uh what do, what do you call that? Day of the Dead kind of mask. And yeah,
0: kind of like ex- a little bit, yeah.
1: And he's in a pumpkin field and from the behind the trees there is this colossal ghoulish skull, man. And if you look closely the pumpkin's saying run. <laughs> Just waiting here fucking that band anyway. anyway so
0: um i forgot where we even left, i even left off so did i say what movie we're doing Cause if i didn't i know we're doing trick-or-treat not the one you think we're doing i think i said that right but we're doing trick-or-treat from 1986 released on october 24th of 1986 to be exact um currently the only place i can find this movie is on youtube yep um so it is on youtube uh somewhere um
1: i did a little homework on this so um uh... There's a German, like, yes, it's Ger- oh, you know what's up. All right, yeah. you know what? Let's tell the listeners.
0: All right, uh, well, the one, yeah, it's it's in German or the one we watched is in, English, but I'm trying to watch sub put subtitles on the only options were, like Portuguese, German,
1: and I think French were the only <laughs> subtitle options I had. I'm sure uh, the Portuguese people can really vibe the 1980s satanic panic, yes. fucking death metal wave. Um,
0: this then is again. written by Rhett Topham, Michael S. Murphy, Joel Solson, Glenn Morgan, James Wong. A lot of fucking writers, so you always know what that means most of the time. Too many cooks. In that kitchen. (laughs) Uh, Directed by Charles Martin Smith, who has 89 credits as an actor. Whoa. 18 as a director. Uh, He did Boris and Natasha. He did one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Whoa. The episode Welcome to Hellmouth. So, Aaron, you can probably get your... Buffy kicks off on. Of that won't we'll get your buffy on that. He probably knows exactly what episode that is. Dude. Maybe uh Slick and Nasty Jeff does too. I know they they're kind of the Buffy buddies. Um and he did Airbud. Which one? <laughs> the first one.
1: Not Airbud Spooky Buddies. No, he
0: did the first Airbud.
1: I kind of just wanted to review the Airbud franchise. <laughs> and I know that's not A, hor- a Spooky Budd Oh, yeah, take it take it with. Mm. Let's uh 80. <laughs> taster's test. All right. What what, what do you uh, what do you think of this? I
2: hate it. Yeah. I hate it.
0: I hate it. I don't hate it. I don't know if I like it cuz I I can't not like I do not like IPAs. I've never liked IPAs. But because I think there's so much other stuff going on in this busy. one. It's busy. It's like, it's kind of... I can get the IPA undertones. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't like it, but everything else like kind of masking for a bit. I'm like, okay. But then the IPA undertone hits, I'm like, oh, so I'm like,
1: I don't know. Dude, It's up, a lot in it. IPAs taste like fucking earwax. Yeah. Aaron good. loves them. I can't stand them. You know what? I've come to the conclusion. If you like sour, sour beers, you're probably a fucking sociopath. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> like, what, what do you even... I'm sorry, friend. Continue. All right, so the
0: cast. Our main man, Eddie, is played by Mark Price. He's got 18 credits, including Killer Tomatoes Eat France. I didn't even
1: know that was a
0: sequel. Did not know
1: that existed either. (laughs) Did not know there was a sequel to Killer Tomatoes. And there's Revenge of the Killer Tomatoes, and I smell an upcoming episode. Maybe.
0: Um, His biggest claim to fame, though... Uh, which many of our younger listeners probably have no idea what the fuck I'm about to mention or talk about or even know, but his biggest claim to fame was playing Erwin Skippy Handelman um, on 51 episodes of Family Ties back in
1: the 80s with Michael J. Fox. And Tina Yothers. The only thing I remember about that Michael Gross. It, Tina
0: which I thought she was uh, Fox I, of Life.
1: The fuck, I don't know. She's got a big ass <laughs> uh, attitude. That, that dad is the dude from Tremors. Yes. Because he's like in every movie. Yeah. Um
0: so next we have uh Sammy Would Kerr, played by Mr. Tony Fields, uh die who died in nineteen ninety-five. Uh he's got twenty-three credits. Did he die in a hotel fire? Uh no. Okay, oops. Uh uh He but he uh twenty three credits uh but he was in he was in, uncredited, but he was in Michael Jackson's video for both Beat It and Thriller was Groom in Lionel Richie's video for Running with the Night and was a dancer in Michael Jackson's Disney World uh, ride, Captain EO. For any of those EO! who met, remember that one,
1: dude, with was it Joe Pesci or Danny DeVito? Where he plays like and then he turns into like Voltron or something in this sports car.
0: Yeah, it's fucking weird, dude. But that Captain EO ride, I don't even know if it's still there anymore, no, but I'm... I don't think so. But man, that was a big deal in like the 80s and
1: 90s. A big deal or a big EO. EO! <laughs> Not to be confused with... Yeah, yeah. Where's my Nelly ride? <laughs> um, he just so pushes you off the arch. He was, geez, uh, he
0: was also in 11 episodes of Santa Barbara. This guy's interesting because he studied gymnastics before switching to dance and had scholarships to both the Pacific Conservatory of the Performing Arts and the Roland Dupree Academy of Dance. He toured with Debbie Reynolds in her nightclub act. And after only two years of formal training, he became a solid gold dancer, which, again, our younger listeners, I won't know who, what that is, but that was, the, again, big thing back in the 80s. Uh, he, was, he was So as a solid gold dancer, he appeared on the Miss Teen USA pageant as a dancer and an escort. I don't
1: think and, he qualifies as either of those things.
0: And he was in a home exercise video, solid gold, five-day workout. Um, he died in 1995 from cancer, secondary oh. to the AIDS virus.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: basically died because of age
1: yeah uh which fork you choose and yeah you said debbie reynolds is that mm-hmm. fucking uh princess leia's mom
0: uh maybe
1: hey and if any of our listeners out there know why don't you hit us up at that hotline number seven four zero four suck it what's that number seven four zero four suck it if you think that princess leia's mom was that <laughs> chick
0: uh, leslie our main girl is played by lisa or Guluni. Orgoloni Weird last name But she's Orgoloni got tw- 21 credits uh, Nothing worth mentioning Unfortunately But it was kind of Surprising to me Because
1: She's she, fucking beautiful She's a
0: very pretty girl She is and, a
1: vision of beauty
0: And her acting Wasn't terrible In this movie So I'm surprised no. She didn't like Do more stuff Because she had A very pretty look and
1: very definitely for that time here in the eighties. I thought she would have a much bigger career. She kind of looks like the chick from Bridey Reanimator, not the titular bride, not Catherine uh, Kinmont or whatever.
0: I, got, I I've never I, I've never seen their Reanimator sequels. I've just seen the first one. Oh, buddy. So, um, Herbert West is just hate, hate fucking a hole through your head right yeah, now. He is. <laughs> uh, our Tim, our bully, played by Doug Savant. Now this guy's probably got the best resume out of everybody in the cast. He's got eighty credits. He's still working day. He's currently on the show Leverage Redemption, but he's been on SWAT, NCIS, The New MacGyver, NCIS, New Orleans, Lucifer, *911*, Castle, X-Files, Hawaii 5 He was Craig Phillips in 24, on the show 24, because that was a huge one. He was Tom Scavo in 175 episodes of Desert Housewives, and Matt Field in 159 episodes of Melrose Place. Yeah. He was Sergeant O'Neill in the 1998 Godzilla he is one for you, Nachos. He was Dr. Peter Meyerson in Maniac Cop 3. Dude! And he was Brad in the original Teen of Witch Michael J. Fox, who also was oh, in Family Ties shit. with
1: Mark Price. <laughs> so, oh. And, boom, right there, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. There we go. Because who else is in Tremors? Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Mm -hmm, The Baconator himself.
0: Roger is played by Glenn Morgan. Um, Now, this guy's kind of interesting, too, because despite this being his only acting credit ever, he did go on to become... One of the main writers and producers for the hit show X-Files.
1: Never heard of it. He
0: also did Jet Li's. Uh, he directed Jet Li's The One. That's and, a weird movie. And Final Destination 1 and 3. I fucking love 3. Um, He wrote those, I think, and directed. He also directed Willard, the Ratman movie. and Yo, he Crispin Glover. And he directed the first, if you want to call it good, remake of Black Christmas. The 2006 version with all the hot girls in it. I thought that movie was fun as shit. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Really good. Uh, but, yeah, he directed that one, too. But I this know. is his only acting credit. And now we have uh, two other cameos. We have Nuke. DJ Nuke's played by no other than Gene Simmons Yay. of KISS fame. And we get Ozzy Osbourne as well. makes a small appearance, which we'll get to him later.
1: Uh, I got to talk about this real quick. All right. So I'm watching this, you know, Yeah. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I'm like, dude, that chick. I think it's one of the senator ladies. I'm like, that ah, fuck it. Is that Large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> Guess what, Marshall? It fucking is. So tell them, Large Marge. Large Marge is here? Yeah. <laughs> um so all right. There you go.
0: Get ready for um get your beers ready for your drinking game because way uh, ahead of you, buddy. Yeah. Um uh, I'll tell you right now, Aaron is probably going to hate this episode. And so is one of our other listeners, who I can't even remember his name, but there's one of those not probably going to hate this episode, too. Um, so we open with the credits. Uh, we're in the bedroom of high school metalhead Eddie. Uh, the walls are... I'm sorry, who?
1: Eddie. I, I'm sorry, who? I, I don't know what you want me to do here. man.
0: Oh, okay, okay. that figure. So, Ugh. yeah, the credits open, the first thing you see... And apparently, I guess, in some other countries or somewhere else, this movie is called Ragman, not Trick or Treat. So that's would, he, me,
1: that's would he be more of a rag boy? Yeah. Rag I, boy, tell us down.
0: So, yeah, it's really weird. but it's about Ragman. So um, we're in Eddie's room, and the walls are covered in 80s metal band posters. Um, it's worth mentioning. Uh, like I said, it's, it's Ragman. Um, Eddie's on his bed writing a fan letter to his favorite singer, oh, Sammy oh. Kerr. And this letter is straight up fucking Stan letter from Eminem. Thank it is, you. It, It's a Thank fucking Stan letter.
1: Dear Eddie, I've got. My Dear money.
0: Sammy, like he. I mean, he seriously writes stuff like, "Hey man, it's me again, your biggest fan." Uh,
1: hey Samalama, ding dong, it's your boy, right, <laughs>
0: yeah. man? You're right. We're Rock's chosen voy- chosen few, and we'll rule the apocalypse as Rock's chosen warriors. And so as he's writing this letter, we cut to this long montage. And it's a lot montage of Eddie's day at high school set to this rock music. And in the montage we see him get he gets looked over and ignored by his crush Leslie. Uh he he gets repeatedly bullied and picked on by a group of popular kids. Um uh starting like minor things like they poke poke holes in his milk carton so the milk spills on his shirt. Was it chocolate milk? Yes it was. Man. Um that's shit stains. Um so and then uh, they lock him out of the boys' locker room naked during a oh. like, girls' volleyball practice. Holy
1: shit! You see this man's entire butthole. Yep.
0: Uh, where like one of the popular Mean Girls takes a Polaroid camp pic- Polaroid picture it's of him. It's a Polaroid naked. moment. Which, by sure. the way, what g- high school girls walk around with a Polaroid camera like?
1: That's just it's the 80s. Those things
0: are large and bulky. I but mean, still, like, she I, just has it there at volleyball practice. Like, hey, I got my Polaroid.
1: You know what? It was class photos. Also, I've seen hipsters up on fucking uh, in the Grove. With, well, like, that's hipsters players. now.
0: That's hipsters now being ironic because of it. You look back. This was like in the time. But anyway. um,
1: I remember the 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 honest thing about
0: this montage, the me, was that during the locker room scene in the boys' room, uh one of the popular guys is lounging on top of the lockers in like the Jeff Goldblum Jurassic Park pose. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah.
1: He's shirtless. That's right, Lane. And he's just laying, he's got his arm, he's up on his elbow, leg one knee bent, Well, he's he's just laying up there chilling like that. Marshall, I'm which, that I'm that level of ham. I would execute that maneuver. I
0: just found it so strange. Like it made me think like, why is he up there? What's he doing up there? I don't like who hangs out on top of lockers and why in that pose? You know, I mean, he, he looks like he's posing for like Playgirl.
1: You know like, what he's doing? <laughs> he's chosen for a posing, he's styling a motherfucking profiling. He's thinking and eighty six of or two, whatever the fuck. Time
0: <laughs> math, time math. Um, so the montage ends, and we go back to Eddie still writing his letter. Talking about wanting to end it all. But the one thing holding holding him together is you, meaning Sammy Kerr. Again, very Eminem Stan here. Um,
1: Delusions of grandeur?
0: Yeah. Uh, We also learned during this that Sammy Kerr went to the same high school as Eddie and was going to play a show at the school's Halloween dance, but it was canceled due to parent and civil unrest and uproar over rock music. And uh, he finishes his letter, signs it Ragman, which is the one and only time it's he's ever we ever see that. He's never called that by anybody. He's never referred to that as again. Oh my. It's like the
1: one and only time you ever see Ragman. You know what, he, what that fucking is? It's like when you give yourself a nickname, like, hey, maybe it'll stick. <laughs> see, I didn't chose Nachos McWerewolf. It chose me. Oh, did it now? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so he finishes
0: his letter, signs it, like I said, Ragman, and he puts it in the envelope. And then we cut to Eddie doing some chores and laundry. And in the background, the TV news is on doing a report on Sammy Kurt. Um, at one point, we get a shot of Sammy Kurt on stage, basically doing his best Ozzy Osbourne impersonation. <laughs> only instead of biting the head off of a bat, he bites the head off of a fucking snake. Dude, he is working that snake. Yeah, he is. And he's drinking
1: the snake's blood and like pouring the snake's blood all over himself. So he's got like blood in his mouth. Is it? Oh, it's snake's blood it's not mouth blood it, it, oh, i guess it's, S- it's snake snake mouth blood. <laughs> blood snake mouth blood i love how he's just like like it's just fucking ringing it out like, yeah, yeah he's really like he is
0: guzzling like it i mean looking I get, back at not the most it's not the how hetero image <laughs> <how did,
1: laughs> uh, there's a lot of that going on in this show. Yeah. how did sammy kerr get salmonella I, How did he get AIDS Oh maybe he's drinking snake blood I don't know Maybe that's some other snake blood If you know what I'm (laughs) saying For the ladies at home
0: Yeah So um, Then it shows Kerr In like a Senate Like hearing Defending himself And his music Against like the town Political machine and that shut down A school concert And he goes like You can't shut down The music man The music better It's us And we're the people The music's gonna rise above me. He's doing And Eddie sees it And he's enamored With Sam He's, he's like oh. He's like, glued to TV Eyes all big he's like
1: Fuck yeah Sammy You you fight those Yeah you give it to him. You're the man Yeah like those uh, Eyes of the guy That try to steal my car Yeah, and, yeah. Allegedly Allegedly uh, but then the news reporter
0: goes on to say that last night Sammy Kerr died in a hotel fire.
1: Yeah, what what fucking delivery tact is this? <laughs> would did you start with that? Yeah, and also um, Sammy, I don't know if you're keeping score, but the town won already. So, yeah. Oof. Um.
0: So here in the news, Eddie runs up, runs back to his room like room like a little like. Bitch, like a little, yeah, like a little teenage girl bitch, and he throws, he he, like, he proceeds, <laughs> he rips all the posters off his wall he except has, for Sammy's poster. He has a bitch fit. He does, and then he like throws himself <laughs> on his bed, like, eh.
1: <coughs> so, Mom, don't don't give it I'm listening to my Sammy Kerr records?
0: Yeah, <coughs> uh, we got to the local radio station where where DJ and radio host Nuke is live on the air. Uh, outside the booth, Eddie is there for some reason. I, I, it's never made clear what he's doing there. Like it's called healthy
1: obsessions.
0: And our boy,
1: our man, Ragman Ragman. has plenty of them. Marshall, how do you feel about, uh, Gene Simmons? How do you feel about kiss?
0: I've not, I've never been a kiss fan. I I respect their career. Like what they've done. Yeah. Marketing geniuses. Give marketing, (laughs) marketing whores too. That guy will put his face on anything. There's kiss toilets out there. I'm sure there is. Um, but I don't. I just never really got into their music. And one thing I, I was disappointed about Kiss because like when you see when I first saw thank, them, thank they're, you. The, they're like, oh, the demon is black, and I'm like, oh my god, those guys give me the most metal thing like guar or something. Right. And then I hear like their music, I'm like, oh, oh, this um, is really. tame. I think Bon Jovi's heavier than right. These yeah. Guys, <laughs> uh, like living on a prayer oh, I
1: mean, that thing, yeah. thing. Yeah, that, that oh. rocks more than kiss um uh, i heard the best description of kiss juggalos for boomers mm, interesting take interesting all right uh um i can't hit you with some kiss trivia because Obviously, we're not the biggest fans, but yeah. can you tell me the other two Kiss members and their uh, character personas? There's
0: Starboy. Okay, that is our Star
1: Child. Star Child. Cincinnati Jeff is losing his shit right now. Um, there's the Demon. There's the Star Child. There's Cat, Space Ace, and the Cat. And then so there was a Wizard. There, I think there was at one point like a f- fifth member who a left Fox. Yeah, they were like rotating yeah. and shit. But, but the know, main
0: four is there's the star child, the star over his eyes, the cat, the demon, and then uh, I just
1: like you have fucking the other guy, <laughs> awesome cosmic space deities and ethereal demons and a kitty cat meow. Yeah, I like I like you got the demon. Right, I'm like, and then you got how do I go wear like these black
0: leathers and these rock and roll band and be like a little kitty cat like meow. It's not even like a ferocious like
1: I'm like, a little kitty cat. It's meow. like Detroit Rock City. <laughs> <laughs> So, also, this movie, Mad Detroit Rock City Which Vibes. Also, can we talk
0: about that? That's like, the I think, the most overrated song. That song is like 99% the same line over and over and over again for like three minutes.
1: Shit that drives me crazy. A big fucking pet peeve I have when musicians go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't say fuck shit cock cunt or <laughs> booby. Or wussy nipple, or whatever the fuck <laughs> our boy Tim says later. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fuck. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, this guy's credited as goon number three. Oh, okay. So. um, I'm making it big in Hollywood, mom. I'm goon number three. It-
0: so, um, but, but, but what I was saying was, like, I don't understand why Eddie's at the radio station. Like, he just walks in and he, and he walks up to the booth and he, like, knows Nuke. And he was like, hey, Eddie, come on in here, man. Like, does he work there? No, because it's never established that he works there. He's not, like, interning there. He does He's just there. Like It's a like, simpler time. Try walking a your local radio station. Just try to walk right in and get up to the DJ booth. You ain't getting there. No, like, you ain't walking right in up to the DJ booth where he's live on air. And he'd be like, hey, man, come on in. And he's like, yeah, right, Nuke, what's up? Like, there's no explanation as why he's there and why he's chummy with Nuke. It's never explained.
1: Marshall, also, I don't want to have to tell you this. It's a movie and suspension of disbelief yeah
0: so nuke I- calls me- him into the booth they talk about on Sam- air on- yeah no he's it's not on air well technically they're on air but he's playing a song so he's on break during the song anyway so sammy they talk about sammy kerr nuke pretty much tells eddie to stop hero worshiping this guy and sammy was not a god and then he was just angry and started to believe in his own hype and then all the negative press he got uh he did this to himself basically but then you kind of contradicts that by pulling out this the very last record of Sammy Kerr, like the studio album that has never been released yet.
1: I'm pretty sure shit doesn't work like that. Yeah. And then also, don't you have a manager and also aren't there other members of the band? Yeah. Like, hey, but fuck. The logic
0: behind this one record does not is bullshit. There's yeah. no way this would be the one and only record in existence that was never released. And for some reason this little podunk it's not like this is an LA like a big Mac. No. It's not. like some podunk town back in the that had like a tiny little radio station and they but they have the one record that was never released, their last album ever.
1: Marshall, so, as a fellow uh fan of the Wu-Tang. Yes. Do you remember when that uh douchebag, douche bag, uh, like five, six years ago? Yes, bought like the wet unheard. The one and only yeah. uh, what was this, like Martin Scarelli or some shit, and he was like trying to beef with Captain America and <laughs> I, I know it's a fictional character and everything but that's the ass of America. Yeah. Defending the fucking <laughs> Wu for you? That's America's ass right there. <laughs> Actually, that was a stunt double. Oh, well, well. Eh, moving on. I moving mean, on. it was normal and everything's fine. Um, and nobody cried that day. So, could you imagine me, that
0: guy who's like, I just got paid to fit in these tight Captain America pants just for a shot of my ass. That's all I did and I got paid for that. No, f- fuck that. Let's look at the <laughs> polar opposite of that scenario. What? Also, I'm sure Chris Evans has got a great ass. He's in incredible shape. You're telling me his ass wasn't good
1: enough for that one quick shot. I would put my nose in his asshole and let him fart and inflate me like a balloon. Yeah. Uh, also, think think of the polar opposite of this. That dude is worse than Doctor Doom. That Martin Scarelli dude, because one of a kind woo album, and like you're harboring the woo for yourself. Everybody knows that woo is for the children. That's goddamn right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be got to protect
0: that neck. Yeah. Um, so. Anyway, let's move on from the... So, they, the radio... The, the album. They got the album. And what
1: distractions? You want distractions?
0: Nuke <laughs> tells them he's going to play the album at midnight on Halloween and that it was Sammy's idea. So, again, Sammy, I guess, also, for some reason, is big, big rock star, but he loves like this little podunk town and his best budge, like this They probably want to high DJ. school.
1: They probably used to spit in the same I, maybe, like, sure. bottles or whatever. You know
0: what? I, I'll let that one slide, then. Um, like I said, keep in mind, this is the one-only copy, so it makes... I don't know. We already... We gotta talk about that. I'll move on. <clears throat> but then then Nuke gives Eddie the record. The last yo, yo. he's like, here, take this record. He
1: doesn't even make a fucking tape. He's like, No, he does. Is- he says he oh. He says he
0: has the record on tape, and that's what he's gonna play on Halloween night was a tape. Nah, dude. You hang on to the OG. Yeah, you you give is- you give the kid. Here's the cop, the copy. You keep the original.
1: Oh, dude, when which he gets, again is bullshit. Like that's so stupid. I mean, but that didn't happen. We wouldn't have a movie, dude. You know, what'd be even better, he sends him home and he fucking puts it on, and it's like the kids' bop version. <laughs> or, or now that's what I call Sammy Kerr, Volume Three. <laughs> Fuck it,
0: dude. That's hilarious. Did you guys do? Oh, uh, God, I remember back in like the late. Like, early 2000s, when I was in college. I was DJing that time. I was time, like, I am a side job?
1: T- 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 DJ fart fingers.
0: So I, I literally bought... What was your, like, what I was bought, your DJ like, name? I didn't... It wasn't that kind of thing. I, that I was DJing, like, college parties and like. What do You even, like, Mixmaster Marshall? No.
1: Come on. I wish a, i have been more creative. The give, time, me mixed guy, Dar- give me a Mix Master Marshall. Give me a DJ Mix Master Marshall. You did it for me. All right. And Nachos McWerewolf coming at you. I remember buying
0: those, like... Those early episodes, like this, uh, hey, um, like one uh, like, of those, like, so this is what, like, this is music, or I guess this it, is music, what are those things are? you know, like, this, you know, one of those, like, the first thing, like, and now this, because yeah, they yeah. had all the popular songs, like, oh, this is great, use this for my DJ, put these in, I don't have to buy up, so that's what I call music or something like that, whatever they recur. Anyway, moving on, um, uh, so, uh, Nuke says he th- he also says that he thinks Sammy would want A to have this well, again. How? Why? Why would he think Sammy? Go, e- go easy, Marsha. Go would, easy. Your fucking ha- who head's gonna He Has closed. no fucking idea who Eddie is. They've never met. They're not friends. They're not family. Why would Sammy, this rock star, want this unknown kid to have this one? The last, the one and only copy of this never before album in the world, the only copy in the world. But he wants this podunk kid that he's never met to have it. And it's like, no, no, he wouldn't.
1: He would be like, no, give that shot to the masses.
0: Like, again, just stupid. You, you know
1: what? It's like when Ray found Luke's lightsaber. <laughs> so a, cu- a couple years back, you guys, did you do like Nar Nartober or whatever?
0: I, I what?
1: Did you guys do Rocktober Blood? Yes. We're, we're
0: going to talk about that a lot. Like, did you up. do
1: Black Roses?
0: No, but I heard about that, and that's on my list to do I, I
1: I gotta see that fucking yeah, movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's when I gotta see next too. I heard about it, I'm like oh, I got we gotta do that one. Um, maybe that's when we can get uh, if I if I had time I would get to get her on. I get Sarah on for that one too because she did Rocktober Blood with us. She's on a lot of the musical heavy episodes. Yeah. For, I wanted to get on this too, but she you know I couldn't. She time wise she wasn't didn't have She enough time doing to, shit. Yeah. She busy. Uh, Grant, I didn't ask you for this episode today because we kept pushing it back. And by the time we figured out what date we're going to do this on, it was too short notice to give her a call. No, I understand. And we're doing it on a Wednesday night instead of the weekend. So it's even harder. But um, behind the scenes. Everybody's working for For the the (laughs) weekday. Uh, So uh, we cut to Eddie at school at his locker with his friend, the nerdy Roger. Um, They talk, he leaves, whatever. Up comes Leslie, who gives Eddie a tape. And a Polaroid picture of him naked. So she basically gives him the Polaroid that the Mean Girl took. He's like,
1: here, I got this back. You don't have to worry about it. anybody else seeing it. This is for your only fans. I yeah, was just for your only there, fans. Because <laughs> there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. You got your ass out there, literally. literally.
0: Uh, so she invites him to an after-hours pool party at the local pool. Um, so we jump. I think al- these
1: kids just fucking broke in there. Yeah,
0: I, I, I think either somebody had to work there and let them in at night, or they just broke in. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's hard to be like there's no sense why they're all at this pool. All right, name me another horror movie with uh like big pool scenes like this. Nightmare on Elm Street two. Boom. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street five. Or is that four? No, it was five. Mm. Cause it's like Dan and I was gonna shave the champagne. And then that oh, she- that's
0: the one who had the die. The girl was a diver and she dies like the high dive scene.
1: Yeah, dude. I think that's the chick from Popcorn. That's a weird fucking movie.
0: Um, yeah, I wanted to look at. That's what I wanted to look up. But I wasn't streaming anywhere at the time. I have
1: it. I'll let you borrow it.
0: Um, so Eddie arrives. He jumps to that pool. Eddie arrives at the pool party. As soon as he walks in, he gets spotted by the popular bullies, who start picking on him and tell him to leave. Like first thing, like get out of here. What are you doing here? Um, Eddie tells him that he's here to meet someone, but the bullies don't give a shit, and they start escorting him out. On the way out, they grab like a weight, like a free weight that's just been lying poolside for some reason. Because why not have it- pool weights? in next my mind pool? it
1: was his cinder block
0: no it was like a circular weight that you put on like a dumbbell like the bar
1: oh i got you i got you and uh well again why is this laying next to a pool but it is so they pick up this weight you know what we should call drippy daddy about it because he's fucking bodybuilding. Yeah, all the goddamn time he, yeah he is now Old
0: drippy daddy um so they pick up this pool and this weight and then shove it
1: into his backpack and then push him into the pool so bearing a Attempted murder here by drowning. Also, also survival of fittest. If you don't know how to take a backpack off, that's my next point coming up. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for like, my next note is for some dumbass reason Eddie decides to just drown instead of taking his backpack off. Thank you and swimming to the surface.
1: And he's he, like, "This is my life now."
0: And even if he didn't want to take his backpack off, he could still have swam to the surface because it's not. It wasn't like a massive like my weight. It was like a ten pound weight at best and you could just push your leg you're at the bottom you just push your legs up and shoot yourself up and you're fine but no he just chooses to sink to the bottom and let himself drown and he just lays there until
1: leslie dives in and rescues him i don't know marshall water weight's a different thing i was a lifeguard it's not that bad Ooh, could you give me ass to mouth i could give you ass to mouth all right uh <laughs> on our next break on no, no, our next break um so
0: uh now we cut to enraged and soaking wet eddie storming out of the pool building followed by leslie who is apologizing for saying uh, saying that she didn't plan on this happening this was not her intention eddie's ranting and raving about how much he hates those guys and he's gonna nail each of them each of those bastards he doesn't know how or when but he's gonna nail them all do you smell that Oh,
1: pussy columbine Oh, oh oh also where's that record Oh, it might have been. hope it wasn't in that backpack. Boy, a one of a kind collectible yeah. that might have gotten bashed up with the fucking weight. But hey, what do
0: I know? Movie. Um, so he gets in his car. He drives off. Eddie goes to his room, which looks like he gets you the
1: ragmobile because he has the custom plate. He does his Rag ragman. Man. He does
0: have a ragman license plate. What a fucking bone. So he goes back to his room, which looks like an uninsulated attic instead of a bedroom. But uh, he puts on a new the new Sammy Kerr album, uh, and then dozes off in his chair. And he seems to have a vision of Sammy Kerr's last moments in the hotel room fire. But in the vision, it kind of looks like Sammy may have started the fire intentionally as, as some sort of ritual. Because we see Sammy sitting on the floor in a circle of fire, or a ring of fire. Um, and oh. behind him are people wearing black robes engulfed in flames.
1: Uh, dope. Also, so, we didn't start the fire, so what are we worried about? Yeah, that's true. We, we didn't start didn't the fire. Start fire, fire, fire. Um,
0: during this vision, we hear what I can only assume is a demonic voice saying something that I can't make out and just repeats itself over and over again for a while. I seriously cannot make out what the hell this thing's saying. Eddie oh, wakes I, up I, hearing I, his voice uh, repeating the same phrase over and over. He gets up, goes over to the record player, and starts playing it backwards. Now, starts running backwards though
1: so that will ruin the record. Look at you.
0: They're um, gonna say goodbye to your one and only one in the world copy. Yeah, you, it's, as a, a fucking
1: a as a white kid, you're not supposed to do that unless you have like specific hip hop supervision. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was listening to Beastie Boys on the way over here, Marshall. I gotta ask you, yeah. what, what do you think is your favorite Beastie Boys album?
0: Ooh, that's a good Beastie Boys album.
1: Oof. Oh, oh, uh, pause boutique. Motherfucking right. Uh, give me some bitch. Uh, uh. <clears throat> um, so uh. We come back to Eddie at
0: school now, setting up a janitor's mop bucket and a chair in very specific spots.
1: What in the Paul? Yeah, er, it's weird. Like what? Uh, okay. Rune Goldberg fucking Pee Wee's big adventure, PG 13 mouse trap saw the fuck is this?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. We're about to go into a whole other direction here, guys. So mini cue
1: cue uh, Hill music. <laughs> that's my note later. <laughs> uh,
0: <clears throat> so then we see him in the cafeteria with Roger. Leslie comes over wanting to talk you about Pussy last Slayer? night. Um, Eddie, he says, you set me up. Then he just gets up, storms over to the bullies' table. He confronts lead bully Tim by knocking Tim's food tray up into Tim's chest, then leaps up onto the table and just runs off down the table, leaps off. The boys leap up and chase after Eddie. And now this is where, yeah, we get this Sorry. fucking ridiculous chase scene that turns the movie into a fucking episode of Benny Hill or Scooby-Doo or some shit. Oh,
1: straight up, yes. Like,
0: this chase, and it's long and it goes through the hallways, the music room, the library where they do some gags about, oh,
1: we have to slow down, library. there's a little speed walk and then we take off running again. I I respect that. The only bit (laughs) they didn't do that I wish they did is like, the, the static shot of the hallway and, they and, go there, and they're going one yes, day, and, and, then, yeah. and then they're chasing each other yep
0: I mean that that's all they need that's all it's missing at this point um, at one point I think one of the bullies literally dies or at least is hospitalized for serious spinal injuries are you
1: talking when you're he's fucking s-
0: yes he slips on the water from the turnover mop bucket and goes sliding off the stairs like a slip and slide and then flies off the stairs like shoots like a fucking rocket off he launches himself into the air down a stairwell it is never seen again. Uh, <laughs> that
1: kid's like dead. Bandits to the Phantom Zone. Last time, it a horrible horror callback. Uh, last time I saw a motherfucker yeet that hard, it was Kane Hodder in the mop bucket <laughs> from fucking <laughs> Ghoulies Go to College. Ghoulies yep. Yeah, well, good callback. Hey, man, I know a thing or two. <laughs> um, so uh, the chase ends when Tim and the boys
0: accidentally end up spraying a group of teachers with a fire extinguisher thinking that they were getting Eddie.
1: Um no, that's so how you get expelled. That
0: in. is that is how you would get. It was the eighties, so right, boys um, will be boys. So the music that that goes with the scene is so fucking generic to me. The lyrics just say, like, "Time to get tough. This boy's had enough. It's time to get tough." And as a matter of fact, you know what? Instead of me singing, just take a listen for yourself. Here's get tough. This part isn't in the montage yet It's just chorus coming up There it is right here And it's just this loop Over and over again For like three minutes during this whole taste thing
1: Alright so that's, that's, that's The music you hear Through this whole thing You know what that song Is actually about Raw dog and gay butt sex. Oh, it's get scruffed. It was the original <laughs> cut, but they had to like you know they had to change it a little bit. Yeah, you know it's uh so a lot, lot of uh homosexual overtones in this movie, <laughs> but we'll get to that.
0: We jump back to Eddie uh, in his room playing the record backwards again for Roger this time, um, asking him what he thinks, and Roger just pretty much says it, it just blows it off, not really paying any attention, saying it's just your standard run of the mill uh, back. Backmasking. Uh, Backmasking. Back Backmasking. <laughs> Backmaster. Yeah, uh, then tells- dude, That's Ed- old
1: hat. They've been doing that shit since the 70s. Yeah. So Eddie tells Beatles him, did
0: go down to a Chinese restaurant. He's like, hey, Eddie, why don't you want to just go down to a Chinese restaurant, grab a bag of fortune cookies, and plan out your whole week. This dude
1: talks and like such an imbecile.
0: And that, yes. And then that Eddie has fallen for the biggest marketing scheme of some ad executive who came up with the idea of hidden messages. Just, uh, the- so gullible kids would play the records backwards, ruining them and forcing them to go out and buy the records again, which I kind of say was kind of funny and a good point. Like, I mean, if that is kind of a genius thing for an exec to come up with.
1: I got to jump in here real yeah, quick. Go for it. One of the finest examples of Bass, ba- uh, see, ba- Bassmaster.
0: Yeah. Bassmaster.
1: Billy Big Mouth Bassmaster mm-hmm. baiting son or whatever the fuck. So there's this band, Mindless Self-Indulgence, and they're one of the fucking most bizarre bands ever, but mm-hmm. they have this song called Back Mask. In the song, and it's like, destroy yourself, kill everybody. And so the back masking is, do your homework, <laughs> eat your vegetables, <laughs> fucking go to school. That's it's, awesome. That's oh, actually really funny. That's great. They're quite satirical. Um,
0: so after that, Roger leaves. Eddie pulls out a, a blank cassette, puts it in his stereo, and records the record playing backwards. Or at least I think that's what's happening here.
1: Ooh, good hack.
0: Uh. So then he starts to hear a voice call out to him, calling him Ragman, followed by some uh, some other over-the-top demonic laughter. Um, at this point, Eddie has a full-on conversation with the demon in the record as the record starts to magically spin forwards and then backwards again on the record player. Um, the voice tells him that the plan is to nail them all, revenge. Um, and then it starts repeating the phrase like, 666, six, six, Christ, at least. I think that's what it's saying. Something like that.
1: And if any of our callers... Yeah, if
0: one, tell us what the phrase is. It's a 7404, suck it. What's that number again, Marshall? 7404, suck it. Thank you. Uh We cut to Eddie. <laughs> now we cut to Eddie outside of room 66 at his school. Uh He opens the door, which I—it's funny because when he opens the door, it's a wooden door. But when the camera cuts to him entering the room from the other side, the door suddenly becomes a double a metal door, and it's now a double door. No, it's a saloon door. <laughs> it's just swinging around. Um, I
1: heard you boys like death metal, so uh,
0: <laughs> so it turns out the room is like one of like the shop rooms, like it's wood shop, metal shop, either or it could be both. You know, it's a shop room. Eddie walks around looking at the tools on the wall. Um, Eddie decides for some reason he's gonna take a seat at one of the desks and eat his lunch while listening to his Walkman. Um, For some reason now In comes King King bully Tim With one of his lackeys Uh, Tim is not happy About having to spend All morning on janitorial duty As punishment for the Fire extinguisher incident I'm pretty sure That's not how shit works But hey whatever Yeah who
1: knows It's a movie
0: Yep Uh, He walks up to Eddie Greets him with a smile Then flips over the desk With Eddie sitting in it And I gotta say it's pretty fucking impressive, actually. That's a good feat of strength to flip the entire desk over with somebody still sitting in it.
1: You mean he '80s rock star cleared it with yeah. fucking rag boy <laughs> yeah, on it with ragman, um, ragman. So uh,
0: then Tim kicks the Walkman across the floor, uh, calling Eddie's music shit. Then picks up Eddie by the collar. He then throws him across the room into the corner, like the wall, the corner wall
1: where, you know, the crevasse crevasse. and then violently rapes him in the ass. That's
0: that happens. No, it it
1: doesn't. (laughs) Um,
0: Tim starts taunting Eddie while his lackey watches the door for, I guess, teachers or other kids. Uh, Tim reaches over one of the machines, grabs like a wrench off the wall and just chucks it at Eddie. Holy fuck, dude. This really is big. Yeah. It's a big wrench. Um, like, that's Think obvious. the scene from Dodgeball, man. He hurls a wrench at this kid. He, You can tell he intentionally misses him, but, like, not much. He's, like, fucking with the kid. Then he picks up another tool, throws it to Eddie again, just missing him.
1: I got to jump in here real quick. Yep. So, like, 100 years ago, uh, I was getting real high, and my buddies and I were, like, going to go to the mall. And, like, I walked in, and I'm walking out the door, and my brother's, like, talking mad shit. So I just take a pair of scissors and fucking wing it at his head. And, like, <laughs> it just fucking stuck right next to his head in the wall. And he just just it, sentence like, uh, allegedly. Wow.
0: <laughs>
1: so, um,
0: yeah, so, uh, what was that? All right, so, all right, so he, go, he reaches for a third tool, and, um, he, and when he reaches for the third one, the this machine, whatever, is suddenly like, this magic turns on by Starts itself. Starts wearing, wearing. Uh, And uh, well, where was I? Uh, where get, uh oh, so Tim, his tie, yeah, his tie gets caught in the machine, forcing Tim's head down and in uh onto the machine, where the other end of this machine, a large, pointy, lack of a better term, drill
1: bit. It's a drill bit, straight uh, up. This is a. Drill but it's b-
0: not like a screw one. It's like a big, solid, like.
1: It's like a drill press, but like a, a Yeah,
0: yes. Yeah, thank you. That's it. Um, So, on, uh, and it starts to move towards Tim's. Soft, wet hole. And the lackey goes to help Tim, but gets cut off because now the machine starts kicking out a stream of sparks that come shooting out of the machine, keeping the lackey from getting to Tim, which is pretty fucking lame, really. I mean, yes, it Bro, looks... Bro, sparks! Yeah, I mean, I mean it looks kind of cool, but Odin, damn it, it's just sparks. It's not fucking fire blast! Now the sparks aren't going to hurt you it just if you just dash through them. i mean fuck one of the world's worst fucking wrestlers goldberg used to stand in the middle of sparks and never got burnt or hurt by them he just staled in him so i mean it's sparks just run through and help your buddy out so anyway tim is yelling at eddie turn off the machine turn it off eddie stands there for a few minutes he's like holy shit he's not he might not turn this shit off um but then eventually he he he, he does he uh uh Eddie does eventually reach up, turn off the machine. It's a large metal bit thing. It's just about to bore into Tim. Man. uh, Tim gets released. Tells Eddie this isn't over yet. Then leaves along
1: with his lackey. You know what? Uh, we we did an episode. Uh, what was the name of the movie? Silent Madness. We did. A couple weeks ago, and there was a well, obviously didn't work out so well for the character <laughs> in our film. On the, I actually want to watch that movie. I'm, I I, I, would, I saw the premise of that. Like, oh my god, I need to watch it. Dude, this. it's pretty good. Uh, we did that on the Here Comes the Spooky That's podcast right. with my co-host, Cincinnati Nasty Jeff. Um, uh, so <coughs> plug, plug,
0: shameless plug. Uh, so Eddie's uh, Tim's like, this isn't over yet. He leaves. Eddie says, no. Not yet. And then looks down at his Walkman, which starts to play again by itself. And we hear the demonic voice coming from the tape inside. We cut to Eddie in his car, speeding through the streets, filled with adrenaline. He pops the tape in and starts rocking out to the Sammy Kerr record, but it's played backwards. So there's like no real beat. It's the fucking weird thing. He's like, he's like jamming out. Like, yeah, but it's all like blah blah. it's backwards. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Dubstep. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and, and he's saying, like, yeah, it's you and me, Sammy. And like, yeah, you and me. And he's just like running every red
1: light down Main Street. I just want to see the scene cut to him in the insane asylum where he's in a chair. And he just has like a fucking handstand. He's <laughs> she's like,
2: yeah, just you and
1: me, Sammy. Just you and me. As he's just rocking back and forth. Meanwhile, back at
0: his house, his mom enters his room to drop off his laundry. She starts looking through all of his records. And then the stereo magically turns on full blast all by itself. She freaks the fuck out. frantically tries to turn it off, but she just can't seem to figure out how.
1: Yeah, parents just don't understand. No,
0: they do not. As she struggles with that, glasses, a little glass on the shelf starts
1: exploding nearby because the volume's so loud. That's why my mom would never let us drink out of the crystal in her bedroom. Which it's not how it works. It's high frequency that shatters glass. There's not a violent. lot of shit in this <laughs> yeah. movie that doesn't but fucking anyway, make But So
0: she starts covering her ears, screaming, and she's yelling at the stereo to stop. She ends up beating on it. And this kid's going to turn off. So she, like, reverse Fonzies it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, hey. and then she turns to leave, and there's Eddie just standing there like,
1: what the fuck, Mom? <laughs> She's like, "Um, I just okay, want mom, mom to hand him a shirt. Like, I think you need this. <laughs> I can see your nipples. I can see your penis. <laughs> Detroit Rock City. Hi, um, Sarah.
0: So – Jump to Eddie, lighting candles, and sending him for like hysteria, for like a midnight rock and roll séance or something. Like I don't know what's going on here. What is? But the ta- so the record, um, the record player needle arm moves by itself, and the tape deck magically opens to reveal a new tape, which Eddie takes. So now we have a magical new tape. I guess sure. I don't know. So yep. why not? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that's it. That's the scene. So the next day at school, Tim finds a note in his locker. He unfolds it. To find the unmarked tape that we just saw, um, and a note that reads, um, it says, A hey, here's a peace offering, Eddie. No, it
1: says, Do you like me? Do you like, like me circle? Man. Yes or Do no? Do you like like me? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, Roger meets up with Eddie telling him that by missing his midterm, he's failed some class, and in a typical rocker burnout mentality, Eddie's like, who cares? I don't need math. Fuck this, I don't need that. Um, Roger goes on to say that it's survival of the fittest. And if you want to survive, you have to suck up to the fittest.
1: You got to try fitting this dick in your mouth.
0: Yeah. Um, Eddie shakes his head saying, "Uh uh-uh, not anymore. Leslie comes up to them. Eddie compliments her outfit and her jeans and then just walks away, putting on his headphones. We cut to uh, Makeout Ridge or whatever. Uh, And Tim and his girlfriend, Jeannie, who is the girl who took the Polaroid picture of him, of Eddie naked, are making out in his car. Um, Tim gets out to go take a piss. Jeannie finds the tape that Eddie gave Tim, puts it into her Walkman, and presses play. And she pretty much instantly goes into like this horny trance. Oh my God! Get ready for some sexy time, folks, because goddamn.
1: So, like. Look.
0: So, all right. Okay, so this green smoke or light starts to come out of the headphones itself. Of, they where, drift out course. the headphones, the size of the headphones. This green light or mist moves down her body as it does. So it's unbuttoning her silk button up dress to, uh, uh, which starts to like, this starts magic coming undone. The bunch are popping off as this green light moves down her body.
1: It it almost looks like fucking little hands, like yeah, the old, they,
0: they kind of move. Sort of, but at times, you kind of move into fingertips.
1: It's like in the old cartoons when a hobo smells a pie and the like, aroma <laughs> just the, lifts him up, and then the smell aroma turns to a finger that's backing them, right? Like come and get yeah. it. Also, I think like this is the counterculture version of the uh, Phantom Fellatio from fucking Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, right. Um, so a little something for the ladies. Uh, so the green light mist thing pops her bra open and moves
0: down the rest of her body and she's like withering and moving around like this in, in, a, in a sexual turn on horny trance the green light goes down to her panties where we see it turn into a hand you literally see it and at this point I'm 99% sure the, the, the light mist thing starts finger blasting her because based on her facial reactions and moment she is like going crazy at this point hey
1: Marshall green light means go
0: and Zeus damn it I have to say like Actually it's kinda hot. Like I like, oh, this is kinda hot. I was not expecting this at all in this movie.
1: Do you remember uh did you see the remake of the blob? Have you ever yeah. seen it? Yeah, the like, the eighties version. Yeah, the yeah. dope one with fucking I haven't seen it since like
0: ninety two or something like that or whatever, but yeah, I've
1: seen it. Oof. Do you remember the scene where the chicks all passed out in the car and then the dude like nope, go oh, never mind.
0: The only scene that stays with me from that movie that I fully remember because it scared the shit out of me was the sewer scene. Dude.
1: That kid fucking died.
0: Yeah. Like uh so anyway so she's getting finger blasted by this green light green mist Uh, but then she, oh yeah there we're good There's Jeannie awakens from her trance and screams in terror when she opens her eyes and sees like this giant like demon what dog say, creatures a, a green goblin sort of kind of green goblin and she it's standing over her It's to her
1: it's Gene Simmons <laughs> <laughs> sorry
0: this is why I wear my it does makeup have a really long tongue hanging out its mouth
1: you know why the heat has that? But because he like snipped the ligament under his tongue. So oh, can, is that what it is?
0: Yeah. Oh god, uh, that looks like the oh yeah. But I mean, I I'm sure to, that then.
1: dude could like eat pussy like a like yeah. cervical cancer or something. I don't I
0: know. Um, so hearing her screams, Tim comes running back to the car, which is shaking, and, and, and it's shaking all over the place. while she's screaming. He gets in the car, finds Jeannie, eyes closed, motionless and unresponsive uh tim then for some reason decided to check the walkman instead of to get the why would that be the first thing you check and he finds the tape that Eddie gives him.
1: Oh, he pulls it off and she has like a fucking ear full of goose. <laughs> That's so gross. Um, I, Did that happen? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember
0: seeing goo in her ear.
1: Yeah, like he's like, whoa, dude, girl, wake up. Whoa. And then like takes the fucking headset off and like apparently the rock fucking melted her brain so hard. I
0: didn't know that. I did not see that. I can't believe I missed that part.
1: It looks like Venom hocked
0: a loogie in her ear. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Back at Eddie's house. Uh, his mom is decked out in her 80s workout leotards, doing her, uh, doing her calisthenics in front Get of the TV. It, mom. Uh, the TV's on the background, and on it is some talk show, you know, it's like I don't know, like a Murray Povich or some, some generic 80s talk show. Um, and now on that show, the host, the talk show host is talking to his guest, Reverend Aaron Gilstrom, played none other by Ozzy Osbourne. Oswald Who, um... Uh, who and, and, and who's talking about how horrible rock music is. So,
2: ha ha ha. Oh, so, the irony. Yeah.
0: So, Ozzy Osbourne's playing a reverend talking shit about horror, like horrible or how bad rock music is and blah blah blah. And that's the scene. That's the get. That's it. Eddie's sitting up in his room in the dark because he's all emo now. Yeah. Um, outside, Tim shows up and starts yelling out for Eddie. Eddie comes outside. Tim calls him a son of a bitch and demands to know what he did to Jeannie. Eddie doesn't know what he's talking about. He's like, I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. Tim tells him that Jeannie is in the hospital. Uh, Tim starts to charge Eddie, who just stands there and puts his hand out. Like, whoa, dude, don't see where he just puts up, stands there and puts his hand out. And Tim just like stops. I was like, okay. He fucking force pushes. Yeah, him. basically. And Tim says, like, what, what did you do to that tape? I don't know what you did, but you did something. You're getting into some weird shit, man. Just stay the fuck away from me. He gets Start. back in his car and drives off.
1: Now, in your cut, did it have Tim like pantomiming where the wall is? Yeah, like? yeah. he's doing the mind big.
0: Oh, the I, I love how
1: I'm doing this jackassy fucking <laughs> hand gestures. So none of the listeners yeah. can see.
0: Um, so, Eddie goes back to his room to talk to his record player and asks it what happened to Jeannie. And the record player lets out a demonic laugh, then says, cheap thrills. Eddie continues to press the record player stereo for more answers and it starts reciting reciting Eddie's words back to him about nailing them all over, over again. It just says,
1: we're going to nail them all, nail them all. No, it's the monkey paw thing. Like, I actually wanted to nail her.
0: <laughs> Eddie has second thoughts about, about all this and says he wants to end this and that he doesn't want to do this anymore. The stereo says, no wimps, no false metal. Again, Eddie says, no, this is over. But the stereo isn't having any of that shit and, get, and brings up Leslie's name. Eddie says, no, she has nothing to do with this. The stereo says that she set him up. Eddie goes, no, and tries to turn off the stereo, but it shocks him and sends out some sparks and then starts laughing. Come on, this is the fucking stereo system that's doing all this right now. Then Eddie's mom starts to knock on the door, asking who he's talking to. Eddie tells her no one and not to come in, but then the deep... Jesus Christ. So we already had one fucking Scooby-Doo comedy moment with the chase. Get ready for another one because the demon now, the demon in the record player, whatever starts to mimic Eddie's voice, calling out to his mother, trying to get her to come into the room. This leads to a back and forth between Eddie saying, no, don't come in. And the record demon saying, sounding like Eddie saying, yeah, come on in mom. And I'm not sure what they were going for with this because it was supposed to be suspenseful and wanting us to believe that there's a sense of danger for the mom, or, like what would happen to her if she comes in. Uh, it it doesn't. It, it, I don't know. It it just or if it's just supposed to be fucking comedy. Like because either way, it doesn't. It fails at both, in my opinion,
1: and it goes on for way too long. Hey, Marshall. Yeah. Was uh, the mom trying to knock, knock, knock on Eddie's <laughs> door? I fucking hate Axl Rose. Well done.
0: Shit. Um, so I I, I I like that one. Um, I'll take it. So Eddie does finally get his mom to go away, then goes back to the stereo. He reaches down for the power plugs, wanting to unplug it. But when he grabs the cords, he gets an electrical shock, one large enough that it sends him flying across the room, Onto his bed. Think fucking back to the future. Marmot fly <laughs> hitting that guitar. And he, goes, boom, and he goes flying across the room. Oh, you mean Eric Stoltz? Yeah. Now a rumbling starts that builds and items on the bookshelves begin to fall. Off. Like it's fucking like goddamn uh, earthquake shit going on here at this point. Uh, and then for some reason, a rat just peeks his head out like, what's going on? <laughs> like, oh,
1: uh, Regman has a rat. He had a pet rat. I think its name is straight up Sammy, like Sammy fucking Kerr. Real original, buddy. Um,
0: So the stereo lights up. It's super bright. The rat is going bonkers at the pores. He's screaming. The record player begins to turn a can of Pepsi Nice product placement. Tips over and spills down over the stereo and the record player, well, all which seems to act Pepsi. like acid on the record. Because I don't who knew, right? Because seriously, the record starts to bubble and smoke from the Pepsi on it. No, man, you can dissolve a tooth in Pepsi. So <laughs> I guess. Um, then the speakers start to pulse, and we see hands pushing out from the inside of the speaker, Ooh, like like in the original in Nightmare on Nightmare Elm, Street. Elm Street. Yeah, um, and um. Bloody New Year.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh no, I uh, I even I could watch that. Oh, that's a great one. Um fo- see, I and, so, I, heard, I heard you say great yeah, like Yeah, I did. Is that is that what you meant? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly what I meant. Um so besides so we see the hands pushing on. and then we see like this growling screaming face pushing through and now get ready guys cuz here we go. Uh cuz now bolts of blue electricity wash over the speakers. Oh. It's gonna be a glorious episode.
1: Glorious, <laughs> glorious. <laughs> oh.
0: You
1: want a napkin for all that cum in your pants right now? Yeah. He comes out.
0: <laughs> So much blue.
1: Oh, I blue. I blew! I blew that fucking blue. <laughs> blue.
0: Oh. Thank oh, God. You're like the full. Listen. Oh yeah, we're going full on for this first one. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll cut it off here. So then everything goes dark and quiet. Eddie sits there looking around his dark room. The rat speaks, he squeaks a bit, like, hey, I'm still here. And then he disappears. Never see the rat again. All right. Cool rat cameo. Uh, Then exploding out from the stereo in a burst of blue electricity. Sammy Kerr, comes Sammy Kerr, who's posed with his ass towards Eddie, arms outreached above his head as more blue waves of electricity wash over him and, like, jump back and forth between his hands like he was one of those, like, electrical balls. You used to find, like, a Spencer's dude, Gifts. One of, like, I don't want straight
1: those... low panning. Like, you, yeah. you know what, dude? And I'm getting mad Gozar from fucking yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, bit, yeah. Choose the form of the destructor, <laughs> Eddie or er, Sammy Kerr. <laughs> Your wish is granted.
0: <laughs> so he turns to look at Damn Eddie Ragman, and we see that half of Sammy's face is burnt. What? Yeah, he's got half a burnt face. So Eddie sits there in shock as Sammy wanders around his room, kind of like checking it out. Uh, the TV turns on, and there's Rev Reverend Ozzie talking about the evils of rock music and wanting to return to the good old 50s love songs that he's going to do everything in his power to stop these evil rockers. Sammy, not having any of that shit, uh, runs his hand across a TV screen, which does two things. First, as it passes over Ozzy's face, it somehow magically, like, burns Ozzy's face, who screams out in pain and grabs his head. And the second is his hand... Uh, also, somehow, like wipes, uh, like wipes the entire image off the screen, leaving only like black and white static snow behind before it, it shuts off. And honestly, for like for a movie like kind of a neat little effect, like for '86, like that's kind of cool.
1: Okay, I'm okay with that. Did you guys do uh what 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 Wes Craven Shocker? Yes, we did. There's I gonna mean, be a lot of references to that coming that up is too. Some straight up horror shit. Yep. Straight shot, so, straight to the dome.
0: Sammy turns to Eddie and says something I can't understand because it's a mix of demon speak and his regular voice. Eddie's mom knocks on the door. Eddie glances over the door, then back to Sammy, who now turns into fucking live wire, or Wes Craven shocker. That's where I know. Pour and a speaker uh, in because the he turned into a boat of blue electricity and flies into a speaker, disappearing, and he's gone. Eddie then grabs a baseball bat and bashes his record player. Like it was the copier from office space <laughs> or Glenn's head. And we cut back to Eddie on the phone with Roger asking him for help. He asked Roger to get the tape. He gave Tim back. You get like, go get the, t- the tape back from Tim for me. And then, uh, well, you have to break into his car and then destroy the tape. Oh so he tries buddy. to talk his friend into breaking into the bully, the king bully's car.
1: Like, dude, go get your own tape. Like, why are you sending your friend to break into the car? And when he's breaking into this car, this weird ginger dude shows up with a knife. <laughs> he comes alive. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'll, I'll drink uh, that if you don't want it. I'm. I'm uh,
0: I don't know if I should let you drink that and drive home after this, man. I'm not driving. I stole somebody's car. Oh, that's right. It's not I your have a car. I have a Volkswagen. <laughs> Allegedly. Um So we jump to Roger trying to break into Tim's car with a wire hanger, only to realize that it's been unlocked the whole time. He grabs the tape, <laughs> he grabs <laughs> the tape and then races off on his bike. Back at his house, his curiosity gets the better of him. He puts the tape in his stereo. But before he pushes play, Eddie calls him. Roger tells him that he already destroyed the tape. They hang up. Roger pushes play on the tape deck. Hearing the music, uh, Roger says, eh, it's not so unnormal, which is a weird thing to say, unnormal.
1: Um, uh, we uh, immaturded you exertly. Yeah.
0: Um, he lets it play a while. Um, he lets it play while he goes to the kitchen make himself a tasty treat in the kitchen, which seems to be, like, this
1: diabetic it, nightmare Yeah, it's like
0: it, it's a peanut butter chocolate syrup and milk mixed together in a blender.
1: Hey Roger, how high are you right now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> a bright blast of light from the living room catches his eye. Ignoring it, he goes to put the peanut butter in the blender, but the blender turns on by itself, sending the chocolate milk flying in an explosion.
1: And then the waitress screams,
0: "We made you!" <laughs> who made who? And then an explosion of smoke erupts from the living room behind him. So Roger goes to the living room and sees that one of the speakers is now blown out and billowing out smoke. He turns his head back to the kitchen like, Oh, well, no, nothing odd here. I guess let's go back to my weird ass milkshake diabetic drink thing. But he turns around and there's Sammy. Roger backs away. Sammy looks at the TV, which magically turns on to a local news uh, channel reporting about Reverend Ozzy dying oh. to what was called a brain hemorrhage. Uh, So So, that's it. That was Ozzy Osbourne's entire scene in the movie was like a 30-second bit in a cameo
1: appearance. All right, so this chick is Large Marge.
0: Yes. Uh, So the news anchor then starts to interview some old lady who's like the head of the PTA or school board or some shit. Okay, that's her. Then then Sammy still doesn't care for what the old lady has to say, but oh boy, this time oh fucking a he literally reaches his hand into the tv grabs the old lady around the neck and fucking pulls her out of the tv and when he does when she gets pulled out she is now charred to a crisp burnt corpse
2: fatality
0: oh oh uh you mean the fatality there you go um Toasty. So Sammy squeezes his hand around her neck, and the burnt husk of this old lady just falls apart into dusty, ashy chunks on the floor. Sammy tells Roger to play his tape tonight at the dance or die, and then just vanishes into thin air.
1: That might be better than like the Death Note. <laughs> yeah,
0: like TV yoink. Oh my God, like, I love this scene so much. And hey, could you imagine? Like, I and mean, we see it from this one end for like you're if, in the studio. What if you're in this, what happened on the other end? Like if you're in this, does a giant hand come out of nowhere and take this? Like what are the other people seeing this lady happen to this lady? That's what I wanted. I want to see the other end of that, but fucking a, I was, this scene blew me away. I fucking loved it. I was like dying. It's. I'm a fan. I got to say, I, we've never seen that before. That's a first. Yeah. So we come back to Eddie in the shower Listen to DJ Nova on like this little small portable radio he has hanging up. Then right back to Roger who is trying to vacuum up the ashy chunks of the dead lady on his carpet. Which I did chuckle at because it's so fucking absurd. Because it's not like she's vacuuming up really fine ash like someone who's been cremated. No, these are like ash boulders he's trying to vacuum up. And so the I- vacuum's like smoking because it can't handle this. It's kind of fucking funny. That's why you get the uh, wet vac. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the shop vac will do
1: it. Oh, my bad.
0: Um, so so now it's Halloween night. Eddie's getting ready to leave. His doorbell rings. It's his mom's skinny, nerdy-looking boyfriend, Stan, dressed up as Rambo. Oh my god! You don't he don't matter because you never see him again anyway. Sorry, ladies.
1: Pussy destroyer <laughs> is in the house.
0: Yeah, he is. Um, think about every base. <laughs> stereotypical like '80s accountant, skinny nerdy guy with balding head, ring around the head,
1: the power shoe.
0: <laughs> Just uh,
1: he's like, sorry, I'm here for the free pussy giveaway. He's probably like
0: 95, 105 Top. pounds.
1: He, he looks like my stepdad Terry. <laughs>
0: um, because everybody knows what Terry looks like.
1: Well, he looks like this guy Marshall. <laughs> like,
0: well, they do now, I guess, right. right? Um, so the mom dressed up as I think like pink Madonna or something. Uh, reminds A that he's grounded tonight and to pass out candy for the kids and then they, then the mom and the and the boyfriend leave.
1: And the mom and the boyfriend yep. they go and that's the last we, see of him.
0: we cut to the high school where the Halloween dance is underway. Roger enters the gym uh, where the dance is being held. He goes over to the boom box
1: B-b-b-b-boom and box. is
0: about to put the tape in when Leslie pops up asking if he's about to play some Judith Priest. Marshall, um, can you beat box? I cannot. Yeah, that's about as good as I can do. Yeah, all right. Um,
1: can't can't be golden so
0: um which me because like i if you look at leslie like she does not look like that person would be listening to judith priest she looks like she's like a madonna cindy lopper type chick in this movie
1: don't don't put somebody in a box uh,
0: you're right you're right i sh- don't don't put them in the corner don't don't put leslie in the corner don't put baby in the corner yeah thank you um uh, <clears throat> so uh she asks where eddie is he tells her that he hasn't seen him uh and then they stand there awkwardly for a moment before she just leaves uh, once she does, Roger puts the the Sammy tape into the boombox. You go back to Eddie lounging around his house. His phone rings. It's Leslie on the other end. She asks him if he's coming to the dance. He's like, "No, I'm not." Leslie mentions that she's thinking about leaving soon anyway, because like she's like, ah, it's, you're not." He, she doesn't say that you're, it's because he's not here, but she's kind of playing off. But she's like, "Okay, I guess I'll leave too then." Uh, <clears throat> No, she says it because her costume is unraveling, which doesn't make sense because she's not dressed like a mom or anything. Why, I don't know what why, she's wearing. Right. Why does she
1: want that rag boy dick?
0: Yeah, it's like, he just, dude, it's much better. But, okay, she wants the rag dick. Oh, she's trying to save him. She's trying to save him and turn him. Um, Eddie freaks out when he hears the music playing in the background. Uh, she tells him that it's something that Roger put on. Um, Eddie slams the phone down, runs out of the house, nearly running over a fairy princess in the process. Um, when he starts up his car... This car stereo lights up and smoke billows out of it, and the and demon Sammy's voice is heard saying, to Eddie going to a party? I don't think so." And then the car starts starts to rev up as the dashboard lights turn red. So now, rock and roll horror movie turns into Christine here as the car or Maximum Overdrive, if you want, but whatever. Who uh, who? As, as the car shifts itself into uh, into gear drive and tears off down the road with Eddie. Trying to but failing to control the car. Do you think that comes standard? <laughs> possessed car? Yeah. Eh, maybe. I don't know. Um, so the possessed car tr- uh, tries to run down a bicyclist, Chase. Um, he's he causing a cyclist to fly off a bridge into a river. Uh, the car swerves off the road, crashes through some roadblocks and construction site. It drives underneath a semi-truck trailer, which rips the roof of the car off just as Eddie ducks down to avoid getting killed.
1: that was a convertible.
0: Yep. Uh, I wonder if it's a Tokyo convertible. That's a callback to fucking Summer Party Massacre 2.
1: Holy <laughs> shit, yeah. Because it's old girl from Wings. It's fucking Robin from Friday 5. And that other chick.
0: Uh, in the band, yeah, Wednesday Week, Tokyo Convertible is the name of the, the name of the band. Is Wednesday Week?
1: Pause this so you can find that song.
0: <laughs> pause it. Right? Uh, so no, no, you you want me to pause and find out that song? All right, let me see if I can. I actually probably don't have to pause it. Nachos, give me some uh, banter here. So um,
1: all right, so um, we had to do um sensitivity training, <laughs> sensitivity <at> work, training, <laughs> and uh, boy. There's a whole a whole uh chapter on racism. Oh yeah. I'm the only white dude. Oh, I don't have Tokyo convertible. I have
0: Why and If Only. Tokyo convertible was the one that was not was not available.
1: Why if only you had. <laughs> yeah, so tr- trust me, I I don't need to be reminded about racism as I am predominantly like the only fucking white dude. Uh <laughs> right. so, sorry,
0: no no Tokyo convertible. Um so where were we?
1: Not uh, this time, Gadget. So, uh,
0: then, okay, so he goes underneath the semi-truck trailer, rips off the, car, the 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 top, and then crashes through some barrels, just random barrels, which for some reason fucking explode. Were they red? I, I guess they had to be red barrels. Game they're, logic, they're, Marshall, yeah, come on, buddy. These barrels explode in massive explosions. The car, now on fire, continues to race around as Eddie desperately tries to put, pull on the shifter. Not having any luck with that, he starts trying to push on the brake, which is about fucking time. That would be the first thing I would have tried doing on a possessed car is push on the brake. But now he finally tries. So the flaming car flies through the town streets, running red lights. Finally, the car comes to a stop on the edge of, like, one of those raised bridges, that you know, that... um, Ooh, like Beetlejuice? Yeah. um, And he pops the tape out of the stereo, rips the... Pops a cassette out of the rips the tape out of the cassette, then takes off running. Dramatic. We cut back, <laughs> we cut back to the Halloween dance. The music teacher, in, who we saw briefly earlier in the Scooby-Doo chase scene, um, tries to introduce the band, but it's so loud, so he has to ask the music to be turned down. We see Roger stop the tape and take it out of the boombox and toss it on top of a pile of other cassettes. The teacher introduces the band called The Kickers, which is what a lame ass generic name is that for 80s. The Kickers. Um, the band starts sound checking and seem to be having some issues with their instruments. The lead singer, who's also, I guess, the lead guitarist, is messing with one of the speakers when Sammy's arms covered in You know what about to happen, guys. Moved, need, Blue lightning electricity comes shooting out from the speaker. It grabs the lead singer by the face, electrocuting him. The singer seems to explode in an explosion of sparks and smoke. His guitar goes flying through the air, spinning end over end. And no one seems to care about what they just, that they just saw a person explode and smoke. And and, and not even the bandmates seem to care about this at all. We see a hand reach up and grab the guitar midair. The camera pans down and there's Sammy who's Strikes a chord on the guitar. I like go as he looks over a sea of high school kids. Uh, Sammy walks up to the mic, throws his arms up, which causes all the lights in the gym to go out and the spotlights to turn on him. And then
1: his pyro kicks on. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Sammy starts slapping his fist against his leg. This was kind of dope. Yeah. He's like inciting the crowd to start clapping along, and then he starts and then and then. Ch- uh, crowds are chanting rock, rock, rock. Now the drummer joins in. He's starting the drum. He's like boom, 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 boom. And Sammy strikes into the chord. And now the rest of the band just starts to play. Sammy tosses the guitar away, grabs the mic, and he starts singing. And I find it kind of funny and odd that the band just so happens to perfectly know someone else's songs, both music and lyrics, especially since we are to assume that this is the music off Sammy's final never heard one of a kind, never heard before album never released. So no, so only Sammy and Eddie and maybe Nova have heard it, but yet this band, the kicker, some garage band magically knows all the music and all this lyrics to this song. Um, so anyway, Nacho, you're just shaking your head. I mean, you're like, nope, nope, got nothing.
1: I did that. I'm okay, we can all, move on. <laughs> all I know is this part. Of- it
0: gets crazier. So as we we go on now into full on rock show, Sammy's singing and dancing around the stage. At one point, he does a full on fucking side aerial, which is a really hard dance gymnastic move. Maybe it's, it's not a full aerial, perhaps, but more like a, maybe a side flip or something, but still not something you expect to see at a rock show. I mean, when was the last time you saw James Hetfield, Dave Mustaine, or Tom Orea do a fucking cartwheel or a side aerial on stage? You'll, no, you'll, that ain't happening.
1: Yo, Marshall, those dudes are like in their late 60s.
0: Well, now, but in the 80s. So, <laughs> also, even though there's no wind blowing in the gymnasium, somehow Sammy's hair is
1: blowing in the wind. There's uh, a, it's just blowing lustrously through the wind. All right, I got to. Jump in real quick. So there's this band, Steel Panther. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, I know Steel. Yeah. So Lexi or I don't know if he's still with the band or whatever, but like, so every time they're on stage, they just fucking have some dude with a leaf blower just on him blowing his <laughs> hair. And also, do you remember the movie Phantom of the Paradise? Oh, I thought I was say Phantom of the Mall for a second, but uh, uh, Phantom of the Paradise. Why? why, why would I? Because uh, there's I a think specific... I've seen Phantom of the Paradise. So that it's it's fast, but with and it's like Brian De Palma. It's fucking insane. And so it's one of my favorite lines. They have, um, uh, he's Bud, Bud the Chud of the titular Chud too. Yeah. And so he plays this uh, this musician Beef, and he can't really sing, but his manager says he can sing better than any of these bitches. <laughs> so that's the whole line that was going through my head. Okay.
0: Um, so at this point, Leslie leaves the gym. She leaves. So like I said, if things aren't crazy enough already, because get ready, because we're turning up to eleven. So, Sammy's rocking out on stage. He goes into a guitar solo. During the solo, as he's wailing on his axe, blue electricity starts to wash over the guitar's strings and neck. It's coming out of the guitar, which somehow, again, no one notices or cares about. And then he strikes another chord and a bolt of blue electricity, blue lightning, shoots out of the guitar. It shoots a bolt of electricity out of the guitar, hits some random dude in the front row. That random dude then explodes in a cloud of smoke and gets vaporized, I guess. S1 does. Because just like Obi-Wan getting killed by Darth Vader, this dude is just gone and all his clothes just fall to the floor, smoking and on fire. And this happens right... This gets in the front row. This happens in front of everyone. Uh, and everyone sees this guy gets blasted by blue lightning Um, and get vaporized, but no one gives a shit. They just keep on cheering and the band keeps on playing, not missing a beat. Sammy tracks another guy, blasts another guy. He too blows up in smoke and is vaporized. Still, no one sees a fucking care. That's two people now vaporized. Nobody fucking cares. This shit reminds me of the final scene of October Blood, which is just bonk. It's just not as crazy as that, but it's very similar. Um, that no one seems to fucking care. That uh, and also no one cares that a fucking dead man who has been all over the news as he is dead. He died in a fire. Is now on their stage, rocking out and blasting people with blue um, electricity yeah. balls, yeah. making them vaporize in the thin air. Not till Sammy blasts the third person. A third random guy that the crowd finally starts to panic and flee. He shoots another blast of blue um, electricity wow, from the that. guitar. This one takes out the music teacher. <laughs> are you keeping up with me, guys? Because it gets it keeps going. So now full chaos ensues. Students are running everywhere trying to flee. Sammy's shooting more random people it's like bow, bow, bow,
2: bow, bow, bow,
0: bow, and this blue lightning. Blue Lightning, he's just shooting across this gym. He's blasting mascots and decorations now. Nothing safe from him. Sammy then like loses it. He turns and blasts the drummer as because the band's playing the whole time. They're watching this dead guy blast high school kids with lightning bolts and they're still rocking out, not caring. It's not until Sammy blasts the drummer and the drum set, which explodes, by the way, in smoke and sparks. That's when the rest of the band's like, Oh shit, now we've had enough. They take off to flee. Like, what the fuck? Why do they wait? they not shooting innocent students, but they, they care about the kids. Not until their drummer gets it. That's when they finally stop playing and run away. All the while, his hair is still blowing magically in the non-existent wind. Sammy finishes his near orgasmic-ass guitar solo. He literally looks like he's about to bust a nut in his tight leather pants. He then explodes in a ball of sp- Sparks and smoke like fucking live wire turns into a bolt of blue electricity and flies into a speaker then teleports to another speaker and shoots out of it turning back into himself now only now he's only perched on top of the basketball backboard like he was fucking Batman or Spider-Man in leather sammy then grabs a cable and swings down like fucking batman or spider-man towards a large group of students he releases the cable mid-air does like a flying split-legged v like a flying split leg and then lands on the court but then just seems to fucking vanish because we never see him actually stand back up after he lands in front of this kid that's the scene holy balls, guys
1: it's fucking insanity it's Awesome. <laughs> Getting mad. Gremlins two vibes. Not to, I'm sorry. Not
0: to just sit with like his hand over his ass. I'm going on this rant. I no, couldn't that stop. Was like, beautiful. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to stop you. You had it all queued up, man. Oh, and in case you're wondering what music is playing during this entire thing. Well, I guess, guess what? I got that ready for you too, because it's a weird kind of annoying song. Um, and it's for a guy who's supposed to be like death metal blah blah, blah. again not the hardest of rocking music not that hard but and I think the movie takes this name from this song because one line in this song it says one time in this song it says the words trick or treat in this song and I think that's always the they named the movie that so this one line of a song which you only hear once and I'm not even sure if you're going to hear it in this clip but here's the song that's playing the entire time Sammy's rocking out and like and like doing this show so here we go <laughs> There it is. There's a trick or treat. That, I think they named it after that one line.
2: you see. Someone me. Rock, rock, it in your soul.
0: This song kind of fucking rules, dude. Yeah. So imagine this song playing. Here comes rock, the guitar solo. So I think, oh, he, rock, rock. And he's like blasting electric, electricity bolts out of his guitar. and he, People are blowing up. Here, here's the guitar solo. He's wailing around, people are exploding. Blue, blue electricity's flying off everywhere. Uh, it, 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 what question there we go. That is a mix mashup. Remix. Remix. DJ Mixmaster Marshall. So there. So yeah, that's the song. And the guitar solo just goes on till it's over. But my
1: God. You know what? You need to go like Spotify and make a playlist like the bangers from this and like Rocktober Blood. And I
0: do have. I actually have the Rocktober Blood music on my uh on my uh. I did get that down. And like uh, I got that. I. That's part of my. Horror movie music, uh,
1: playlist. is on there. Yeah, dude, just like Frankenstein, an entire playlist out of that.
0: <laughs> no, I'm gonna go ahead and get Trick or Treat. Boom, bye, right now, done. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, now <laughs> that crazy scene's going on. We cut to Leslie in the bathroom, shirtless in her bra. For some reason, she's fixing her hair. Tim, co- Tim comes in. Takes her shirt from her because why not? He's a dick jerk. Yeah, and demands part two. Yeah, uh, because and demands to know if she's making it with Eddie. And that's such an old timey. Oh my god, I said old timey. We're in the 80s. That's my time. That's a weird thing. Is are you making it with Eddie? Like, who says that? No one says making it. Why is, are you banging Eddie? Are you fucking Eddie? Is you fucking? Yeah, like you making it with Eddie?
1: Is that the girl you've
0: been fucking? So outside, we see Eddie outside runs up to the school as the kids are running out screaming. He finds Roger sitting on the front steps, all distraught over what he did. And he tells them they have to go back into the school and find the main breaker box so they can cut the power to the school.
1: Did you say breaker box or beat breaker? Beat breaker. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, we cut back to the bathroom. Tim has got, like, Leslie like pushed up against the wall corner. He tells us that Eddie tried to kill him and put Jeannie in the hospital with his voodoo witchcraft music.
1: Hey, well, you know what? Jeannie's not dead.
0: Yeah, apparently. She's not dead. She's still alive. She's
1: just in a k- 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 coma.
0: Yeah, she's, she's still warm and fuckable. You can get on behind wait Wait, what did I say? I no, no, no. You've been hanging around me too no, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're s- wearing off on me.
1: I'm rubbing off on you. And she you puts know, up left of a fight that way, right? Hey, oh, no, I mean, <laughs> no, no. Why am I saying these things? Nachos, and then, what are you doing? <laughs> and then mom said you got to clean your plate. And eat your vegetables. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um so uh and at this now
0: things go on to a again, a very different direction than what I was All expecting. Sorry, right, a little belated, but oh oh, you, you, dude,
1: that that come on. Come on. Oh, Let's oh. Do it right. Is that what you want? Oh dad's All right, has got it. I got the right stuff. Oh the white oh, oh. stuff. <laughs> Yo, also I gotta jump in here real quick. Sure. That, that part where fucking Tim, uh, ooh, uh, where, where Tim's over at a uh, 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 ragman's house and he's yeah. screaming. What's his last name? Weinbauer. What's that sound like? Why I don't. Wait, where are you going with when that? When he's screaming that, White Power. Oh, White Power. I'm like, Why Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. Buddy, I know it's the '80s and you're the Alpha <laughs> Chad of the fucking. <laughs> but dude, bad form. Do not. All
0: right. So as I say, the, the the scene in the locker room takes another turn that I was not expecting at this point. Cause so Tim's like all oh, mad, like what are you making of that? He's like man, blah, blah blah. And then he just he just goes and starts kissing Leslie, like no. just like aggressively kissing her. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, that's <laughs> assault, brother! I, I'm not expecting this. And he says, "Come on, Leslie, we did it once." Um, and like this is a sudden change. i was not expecting Leslie calls him an asshole. Pushes him off of her, Yay! and now we get another turn. <laughs> this guy's like fucking flip flopping at moods because he goes from mad to horny. I want to fuck you to anger. Because now, as soon as he he pushes Leslie, Leslie pushes him. He turns and straight up cold cocks this bitch Ooh, yeah. right in the face. Yeah. I, I should say bitch, but you punches can't her t- in the face, knocking her to the dirty tiled floor of the bathroom, and then has another change of mind. He's like, oh, oopie doopie. Like, like, are you okay? Like he seriously like he didn't doesn't remember punching, he seriously, he's seriously like, Oh man, are you okay? Like, my bad. I don't know why it's so weird. Like, it's just on again, off again. Left, right, left, right, hot cold, hot cold. But you've
1: never uh aggressively and unconsensually made out with a half naked woman in a restroom, uh, and then just fucking, you know, give her one and then Dude. automatically feel bad? Nah. No, I- yeah, I me mean neither. Yeah. I- I'm a fucking right bastard. So, but- it's just so
0: weird cause like he, he says, Are you okay? And it's not sarcastic. It's not like, oh, Are you okay? It's not like a sarcastic douche. That would have been like, more, made more sense, honestly, at this point. But he's like, I'm like, Dude, you just cold cocked this chick. And then you're like, Oh man, are you okay? It's not like you're. Buddy, you're commit. You just punched her in the face.
1: Yeah, buddy, commit to the bit. Don't break character. Yeah. So you're you 80s bro, Chad uh, fucking yeah. bad guy.
0: So Leslie grabs her shirt and she scrambles for the door and she runs out of the bathroom. Eddie, meanwhile, finds the unmarked tape in the pile of cassettes on on the table, rips the the tape out of the cassette, stomps on the tape on the floor, breaks it open. Eddie goes to look for Leslie and finds Tim in a hallway. Eddie uh, warns Tim that they need to go and get out of there. And Eddie's like, he's freaking, he's like, at this point, put everything with Tim behind. He's like, dude, we got to go. I don't want you getting hurt. We got to get out of here. Uh, You got to come with me. But Tim's all messed up. He's like, no. He's like, just stay the fuck away from me. I don't want anything to do with you. Um, Eddie then sees some electrical sparks behind him, uh, behind Tim at the end of the hallway. So he yells out, oh, shit, come on. He runs up to Tim and grabs him, trying to pull Tim away. But Tim wants nothing to do with Eddie and pushes Eddie down to the floor. Eddie yells, look out. But it's too late. Tim gets grabbed by the mouth from behind by Sammy and slammed up against the wall. Sammy smashes Tim from one side of the hallway to the other and back again.
1: Oh, like that old time and Jerry, when they grab him by the foot, it's just like, bam. bam yeah. It's, it's, it's like, Hulk, it's like Hulk and Loki, oh.
0: you know, kind of like that, you know, it's, but it's just hallway wall instead of a, what'd floor. you do? What'd you do for Halloween Marshall? Uh, my neck and heads were hurting so bad. I did nothing but sit at home and, so you're cry because I was in so much pain.
1: Your neck, your back, your pussy, and your my crack. crack. yep, exactly oh, While okay.
0: my dad took my daughter over to, to St. Louis to go trick or treating.
1: Where would you where'd you go?
0: She went over to our cousin's house in Kirkwood, which is a really nice neighborhood, and got like super candy.
1: Man, Carondola Park, that place is a banger. Uh they Oh, sorry, I'm such an itchy boy. Uh um uh, Anyway, where were we going with this? Good good candy haul? Yeah. I went as Loki and a sore subject. Thanks, oh, Marshall. Sorry. And I almost incited a riot. Oh, yeah. well, we'll have to talk about that later. Allegedly. Allegedly.
0: <laughs> so, um, uh, Sammy smacked, uh, we did the one back there. Uh, he then lifts Tim up off the ground by the neck with one hand as waves of blue I electricity begin to out come of out of Sammy's arm. That whole holding Tim and the waves of electricity wash over Tim Sammy then licks his finger, sucks on his finger, licks it, and then sticks it into an electrical outlet, which, by the way, I don't know if he'd be able to reach that because he's got Sammy up above his head with one hand, and he's got to reach down with the other hand into an electrical outlet. That's an awkward position to hold while holding like a hundred and, you no, know, oh probably a 200-pound guy with one hand above your head. But, you know, uh, Marshall, whatever. at
1: this point, he's a force lightning ghost. True,
0: true. And, he is like uh, the emperor, I guess. Um,. Unlimited power Uh so he I <laughs> am the set <laughs> He sticks his hand his finger into an electric outlet masses amounts of blue electricity shoot out of the outlet wash over Sammy and up to Tim Tim gets covered in the blue electricity and electrocuted to his head explodes in a blast of blinding white light and sparks.
1: Huh Good read. Good read. <laughs>
0: Eddie gets up, runs away, finds Leslie hiding in a phone booth. The two of them run through the halls looking for the circuit box to turn off the power. Outside now several cop cars have pulled up. They find a locked metal box on on the hallway which is supposed to be the circuit box. But I call bullshit on that because no school would have a goddamn circuit box just in the main hallway where all the kids can just break into it and start fucking with the school's
1: power. Oh my god, senior prank every year. <laughs>
0: Regardless, they hear a humming from like the one of the announcement speakers in the hallway behind them, above a door. Eddie tackles Leslie to the floor as the speaker explodes into
1: sparks. So much explosions in this movie. Um, uh, so what? What are the guidelines here? So electricity, sound waves, yeah, like, worms, um, yeah, who the, knows? The galactic ley lines. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Stone Stonehenge, Stone Edge. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, hey, yeah,
0: I, I knew it was about to be a Halloween three reference as soon as that Stonehenge. Oh. Um, yeah, we just keep referencing that terrible, horrible movie. I would never do that. <laughs> Halloween ends. <coughs> that, oh, that might be worse.
1: We'll talk about that. that.
0: Might be worse than Halloween three.
1: I mean, real talk. So, like, if you take all the Corey shit, I, I've been, you know what it makes you think we're talking about it. I, 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 I think, okay, we're going off on a
0: little detour here. So, okay. Hey,
1: what's up? So like, uh, if you had all that Corey stuff by itself, mm-hmm. that, that would have been fine. Yeah. And, but you that's also, a different movie. <laughs> yeah. And then you, but then you're trying to shoehorn the Lori and Mike stuff in there too. It was like an afterthought. Uh, yeah. Hey, we get,
0: oh, how much movie t- we got 10 minutes left? All right. Now let's uh, get, get Mike yeah. in here Now and let's do this. Wrap this up. Fuck I'm, that movie!
1: I don't hate it. I kind of do. I I mean, but hey, you know what? I
0: it, the, I will say one thing: it, the kills were got some great gore kills. Like there were some really cool kills in that movie. I'll give it that. Oh, uh, but no, fuck that movie! Like I I like, oof, no. And and what was like? So we we go from Michael, who's like. On a killing rampage, power up, oh. yeah, and he's like undestroyable. Now he's living in a sewer like a fucking ninja turtle, and or something. And yeah, what's his, and then like Goku powers up, he kills the weird Cap guy, and he's like, Whoa. now I'm like, do 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 like levels up, Da-da-da. like what the fuck, like wh- what? And now and then he's just like, well, what's gone? Corey's not doing his bidding. Corey's like, came to some like weird like homo rock obsession with two. Like, what is... No, this movie... That movie's fucking bullshit. I don't need a, some weird-ass love story in my Halloween movie. Don't fuck with the formula. You did this in other movies, Halloween, you're making me hate the franchise, and it used to be my favorite one. It used to be my favorite franchise. I love Michael Myers. You can see my Michael shit all over the walls down here. Loved it. Now it's starting to turn into my fate, least favorite because it's getting so fucked up and ass-raped every time somebody tries to redo it. Halloween 2018 was good. Halloween Kills was good. Halloween Ends... Fuck you! It reminds me of, like, I don't know what's worse. Halloween Ends are f- goddamn Rob Zombie's dead white pony ghost shit. Fuck that movie. Fuck Halloween Ends. I don't like it. I hate that it's ass-raping one of my favorite franchises. And at this point, I don't know if I want any more Halloween movies. Just give me Halloween 1, give me Halloween 2, give me Halloween 4, and give me Halloween 2018 kills and be done with it.
1: Fuck anything.
0: No more. I'm done.
1: I don't know. Six was kind of cool.
0: Six was okay. Sort of. No. Then he get the goddamn weird producers cut. That's some weird shit. Michael's like in a weird boogeyman t- cult. Twas rocks what killed what the, the beast. What the fuck is going on with that? That's a whole other story. Anyway, we get off on it. Let's get back because, oh no. um, any, where was it? They? they smashed into a metal locker box. The speaker above them blows up and both the fucking blue <laughs> goddamn electricity oh God. fall out of the speaker and it turns into Sammy. <laughs>
1: you need a minute,
0: bud? You could? <laughs> Eddie and Leslie get up and run for the doors, but the doors are locked. Sammy walks towards him, saying that he and Eddie had a deal. At this point, Roger comes running up behind Sammy with a crowbar, breaks open the circuit box, Eddie yells, Roger's like, no, too late, get out of here, Ron, and too late. I'm like, seems like the pretty right nick of time for him to show up. This is like the exact great time for him to show up, not too late. Roger shouts back, let me do something right for a change. Cause yeah, because apparently the whole movie Roger's fucked up. No, he made one boo-boo. Like he's not like but it didn't make out like he's been fucked up the entire time. No, he like didn't...
1: he's secret Hitler. Yeah, you know? no, no, he's come, the, on, come on, buddy.
0: That's a bit overdramatic. dramatic. So Sammy Sammy turns, goes after Roger, but Roger takes a crowbar and smashes into the circuit box, which of course it, it explodes of course in does. Roger's face, sending him flying against the wall somehow sim- somehow simultaneously sammy turns into blue fucking electricity and fades away from existence at the same time it's like two different effects in one it's really weird looking but it works somehow What's He's
1: superimposed gone. yeah
0: Whew. We cut to the outside of the school. Cops are gathered around interviewing students as an EMT wheels out a showbiz pizza mascot out on Dude, a gurney. Dude, straight
1: up. It is. It's the is fucking showbiz bear. Showbiz pizza. Um, where a kid can be a kid. Yeah. So what the fuck is up with showbiz pizza? Like, is that a regional thing? Because now it's Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. It, well,
0: Chuck E. Cheese bought out showbiz. Okay. And then, which I think was... Showbiz. I don't know if showbiz is regional. I don't know because and when we grew up, growing up in A's, I didn't travel like fucking, you know, Traveled Florida or like West Virginia to see if there's showbiz pizzas there. I just like it was. Yeah, mad but one. you know, like, Captain was, Eo. Well, everybody knows Captain Eo.
1: All right. Do you know what the E in Chuck E. Cheese stands for? Chuck erection. God damn it, Mark! <laughs> You're fucking canceled off your own podcast, dude. And I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to figure out something you would say.
0: I was trying to be but anyway, what would you go on? Man.
1: Entertainment, you devious <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh buddy baby boy. <laughs> Throbbing around <laughs> shit.
0: So uh, yeah, we all have the piece of the, the showman's piece of mascot. Eddie and Leslie come out carrying a hurt Roger calling out for help. One of the students yells he out, Hey, that's the guy right there, Eddie Weinbauer, which makes zero fucking sense because Eddie wasn't even at the dance when all that crazy shit was Sammy was going down. So for someone to point at it that was him, fucking bullshit bad, right? Because he wasn't even there. Anyway, cops all start to chase after Eddie. Like, freeze, don't go anywhere. Eddie takes off running. And for some reason, Leslie decides to add fleeing and invading law enforcement to her resume now and takes off running with Eddie for no reason. Isn't her
1: dad like a cop or something? I don't think so.
0: Hell, even Eddie's like, what are you doing? Why are you coming with me? And she literally says,
1: I don't know. (laughs) No, she says, I am rag woman. You (laughs) mean whatever sound effects rags make. (laughs) it! I'll fuck it out.
0: Ah, uh, so uh so they run away, head down some back allies, they lose the cops. Leslie decides this is a good time to stop and get some get get story time going, wanting to know the whole story from Eddie about what's going on. Uh Eddie gives her a quick breakdown of everything that's happened up to this point. Um which leads Eddie to remember that Nuke gave him the record and is still playing on playing it over the <gasps> radio tonight at, in like two minutes. And this movie just keeps fucking going. Yeah, it does. So they have to figure out how to get to the radio station. So they, uh, so as they run through the streets um, to go get Eddie's mom's car, we hear Nuke in vo- via voiceover talking about playing the first track of Never before hood sam sammy kerr album backwards and to crank it up again why would you play something i don't know it's how he's like it's halloween so in the theme out we're gonna play it backwards but still that's gonna be terrible audio no one's gonna it's gonna make a like it's not gonna make any sense or i'm sorry what good. noise was that shawak, wah, wah, shawak, wah.
1: <laughs> you know what dude it's like when steve and dc our local uh yeah you know shock djs used to do shit like that and was it Frank Opinion? Yeah, we we had this in the open text. I, I, Stephen
0: DC and I forgot
1: all about they that. They were kind of shit bags. Yeah, but they used to do cool stuff like Stay a Night did a Haunted House. Yeah. Man, there's this movie. It's like, it's like what Stephen DC did. But anyway, yeah. right. riveting tale, uh, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So Eddie and Leslie have to hide as a cop car turns on the street. While hiding behind a tree, they hear music coming from somewhere. And she asked, where's that coming from? And that's when Sammy comes fucking crashing through a Thor damn window as blinding white light floods out behind them. It's just a blast of white light. Here comes Sammy crashing through a fucking window behind them. Um, Sammy lands at their feet, but Eddie and Leslie just run away down the sidewalk past the cop car, which stops to call in over the radio like they, they spotted Eddie. So... The cop looks over then and sees Sammy walking towards the cop car. So the cop hops out, aims his giant fucking taser, which looks like something from like Tron or something. It's like a giant thing. It's huge. Um, he, he's like, he aims at Sammy and says like, Stop right there! Freeze. But
2: he
1: doesn't, says, "Don't
0: taste me, bro." But doesn't even give Sammy a millisecond to stop. All, there is zero response to any. Stop, stop resisting! He's like stop freeze. Pulls the trigger. <laughs> It's almost like Ned and uh, Stan's uncle Ned, or what's uh, it's like, they're coming right for us. <laughs> they're heading right for us. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> it's heading right for us. Yeah, Jimbo, Uncle Jimbo. That's what it is. Uncle,
1: uh,
0: man, so they, been, like, <laughs> they haven't done
1: anything with him in a while.
0: So he's like, freeze, stop. Boop pulls, shoots Sammy with the, the taser. The taser prongs hit Sammy in the chest. And uh, so Sammy just like huh, laughs, grabs the taser prongs in his hand with his hand in his chest, sends a blast of, you guessed it, blue fucking electricity back through the taser wires into the cop. The camera cuts to a shot of the cop's boots. We see the- Oh, ta- I remember this. We see the taser drop down onto the ground. The camera pans up, and all we see is the smoke billowing out of the boots and the cop's body being completely vaporized from
1: existence. <laughs> You know what? Uh, His boots were only two days from retiring. Yes, those
0: boots. (laughs) Back to Eddie and Leslie who run into Eddie's house. The stereo in the living room turns on by itself. Eddie picks up a bat and just starts smashing the shit out of it. But then another radio in the kitchen turns on, so he smashes that one too. And you're going to see a pad here because that repeats itself. He orders Leslie to go, go upstairs to get his keys out of his pants. Uh, well, he continues to smash radios, TVs, and toasters for some reason. Oh, my. Um, which is also weird. Like, why would he have his mom's keys in his pants? And why would Leslie know where, what pants it Again, it makes no sense.
1: Well, the record was in his backpack, too. Is mom dead?
0: No, mom's, mom, should, her mom should have her car. Key. Well, no, I guess the, the boyfriend drove. Because the mom and the boyfriend just went out for the night, and they you never see him again. You know what? Because Nerdbo fucked the pants off of mom. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, upstairs, is a small rail that Eddie had hanging in the shower. that we saw that briefly, it turns on now. Eddie enters asking if she found the key. She says no. And then Eddie is like, Oh, they're probably in the bathroom. Oh, that's convenient. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they enter the bathroom, but now the radio is turned off. Eddie finds the keys. They turn to leave. And Oh my God, this fucking scene. Okay. So they turn to leave. They exit the bathroom. They step through the bathroom door. Sammy comes shooting down like fucking shocker or live wagon from a light fixture in front of him, in fucking, bl- you know, I'll in blue on. lightning form.
1: <laughs> you know what? To be fair, some of it was green lightning throughout the. Pool. No, it wasn't. You sure? Yeah, It was blue every time. It was what?
0: It I'll was blue
1: every time. Out. So
0: um, Eddie and Leslie retreat back into the bathroom and close the door. The lights in the bathroom begin to flicker as handprints begin to burn through the door, which then causes the bathroom door to fucking explode! This, Sparks this... and debris fly everywhere throughout the bathroom.
1: This was pretty dope.
0: Eddie and Leslie should be dead from chunks of splintered wood just I... eviscerating their body. But anyway, Sammy walks in like fucking Frankenstein's monsters, arms Dude. all outstretched in front of him. Eddie throws a laundry hamper at him, which causes Sammy to stumble and trip a bit. When he trips, and I'm fucking not making this shit up, his fucking arm lands in the goddamn fucking toilet where, oh, he, yeah, where now he begins to get electrocuted himself. Sammy screams out of pain paint as more um, blue electricity pass up his arm and over his body. And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Dude. What kind of Scooby-Doo Home Alone bullshit is this?" Right. So then, last thing you see, Eddie, she rushes up and flushes the toilet. Cause
1: sure, cause and sure, <laughs> cause why not?
0: So her and Eddie run out of the bathroom and out of the house. Now I'm, I'm not really sure what the purpose of flushing the toilet was. It makes zero sense. Because then- for one, okay, okay, so we so. For one, if it was the water that was electrocuting and keeping Sammy frozen in place and not letting him get move anywhere, then by flushing the toilet, you drain the water or from the toilet, making you basically releasing him. You're, you're letting him go because he now he, instead of flailing, flailing around screaming in the blue electricity, he's now
1: free. So. Uh, <laughs> No, you don't remember that part where Sammy screams, Toilets, my only weakness. <laughs> Why did it have to be toilets?
0: But so, but, but the problem is that doesn't happen. He, they, they, so that doesn't make sense. So they flush the water, and he continues to just flail around screaming as the oh, blue electricity God. washes away. It just swirls all over him. And it doesn't make any sense either because now there's no water in the toilet in the first place, so that should stop him from being electrocuted. So... But he still goes. So then, are we to believe that Sammy actually gets sucked down and flushed down the toilet? Because we never see that happen. And if that's the case, it does a terrible job of yeah, implying wh- wh- that. Yeah, what in the
1: Looney Tunes is going on Yeah.
0: Here? Or was this just for comedic value, which again, I say it falls, fails at that too. I don't get it. Like, why would you just, like, I'm going to flush this toilet. Ha
1: ha
0: ha ha. No. <laughs> it makes zero sense. It, like, there's no point in that. I don't get it.
1: Marshall, because you're above toilet humor. <laughs> yes, I'm above toilet
0: humor. Um, uh, anyway, outside, Eddie tells Leslie to wait there as he gets in his mom's car. Uh, and get ready for some more Christine Maxim overdrive shit here. Does cause... she at least wash her hands? No. Yuck. Nope. Uh, the station wagon starts up. Eddie is able to jump out of the car right before it backs out of the driveway. And the car drives off, turns a corner, and drives away all in reverse. <laughs> That's like, skills, man. Like, yeah, that is skills. So... Eddie and Leslie decide to steal the cop car that's sitting there. Eddie rips out the radio and they start to drive off uh, but here comes the possessed station wagon coming at them in reverse. Eddie swerves out of the way and the station wagon runs into a parked car which it ramps off of and crashes and to my surprise does not explode. Dad. It's the one thing in this movie that doesn't explode.
1: They, Eddie, because they wrecked the budget of Yeah, I think they
0: ran through it for sure. So Eddie and Leslie used the sirens and flashes to race through the town uh, to get to the radio station, which, by the way, it would be way past midnight by now. It was fucking midnight way back when Eddie and Leslie tried calling the station, which we skipped over that. Uh, but, but that was in the, in the alleyway talking. But they try to call, and you literally see the clock say midnight, and this is like ten minutes later, and it's still not midnight yet. Oh uh,
1: there it was, uh, daylight savings time. Yeah, okay. Or ra- radio delay.
0: Yeah, so we finally make it to the radio station, which is the WZLP, which sounds like it could be for What's up There's an old old callback.
1: Like Bud. <laughs> Remember the Bud Ice Penguin?
0: Yeah, doobie doobie doobie. that was a
1: little ominous, <laughs> a little scary. Um,
0: they peer in through the window, but they don't see anyone. Eddie has uh, ha, um, has he has to go in together because this is all his fault. He's like, I gotta go in, it's my fault, I gotta stop this. So, when they enter, they see the burnt, charred uniform of a security guard laid out in his chair to imply that the security guard has been zapped and uh, and it is just Zapped out of existence again, I guess. It,
1: wasn't this a security, guard, a security guard that was reading Pornog Yeah, earlier? reading The Hustler earlier. I, the I love that trope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, in fucking Reanimator, that dude is reading Boudoir. Yeah. He, Boudoir. In, I guess back in the 80s,
0: you could just, like, take porn mags and yeah. read them in the middle of work in Ca- front of everybody. Casual smut for everybody. Yep. Um, Love the 80s, man. Damn millennials. So, uh, flashing lights lead them to the DJ booth where... Bright light is flashing and sparks and electricity come off the radio equipment as telephones and other shit are levitating and flying around the room like fucking poltergeist shit. Um, Eddie says that Sammy is protecting the tapes. He's like, we can't get to him. He's protecting the tapes. So he grabs a small portable radio and tells Leslie to follow him and runs out of the building. Outside, he tells Leslie to stand here and count to 100 When she reaches 100, she used to run back inside the building, grab the tape, and destroy it. And she's like, "Um, sure, okay, what about you? Eddie leans in and kisses her and then says, maybe I'll see you later. And then gets back in the cop car, tosses the small radio in the back seat, and drives off. As he drives, Eddie starts taunting Sammy, telling him to come and get him. Sammy, or Eddie taunts Sammy a bunch, talking about the toilet incident and saying that Sammy's all bullshit and is nothing without his fans and the fans are what made him, and that Sammy is nothing but a rock wimp and a fucking poser, and that's, that's the magic word. You call somebody a poser, that's it. Cause uh, Sammy then in the elec- blue electrical form bursts out from the small radio. Um, but since he was in the back seat, he finds himself trapped in the back seat by that metal dividing cage that separates the front and back seat of the cap car. Sammy screams and slams himself against the metal caging. Blue electricity washed like wash over the metal cage in Sammy's arms. Sammy grabs the cage and starts to like burn or like melt the caging. That's dope. Yeah, Eddie continues to race down the road, and uh and like he's trying to go back to the future because it's up to like eighties now, and like and the whole cop car is covered in swirling um, blue
1: electricity. Bobby. Literally, Bobby. the car is covered in electricity now. As it's racing down the road, hey Marshall. Yeah, you know Back to the Future. Yeah, do you know why it's eighty eight wow. miles per hour? Because if you turn it to on its side, it's two oh two infinity. Yeah, yeah, yep. I get it.
0: Um, so um. Leslie finishes her counting, she finishes her count, grabs like a sidewalk lamp or something. I don't know what this is, but she grabs something, runs back into the radio station. Meanwhile, Eddie says, I hope you can swim, sucker, and drives the cop car off a fucking bridge. Just like me cop. Just drives it off a bridge. The blue electricity covered car plummets hood first into the river where waves of blue electricity disperse over the water. Just, like, ripple out and disperse. Cut back to Leslie, who's in the DJ booth, busting all the equipment with, like, a crowbar or something. She's going ape shit in there, breaking everything. Back to the river where we see Eddie pop up from underneath the water, yelling in triumph. And, I'm like, how the fuck did he survive that? It's beyond me. It kind of bullshit. he should be dead. Because. But, you know, just because. Yeah. Um. So... I. I <sighs> So, again, so Sammy puts his hand in the toilet, it gets electrocuted, but they plummet off a bridge in a car that's made of metal that's surrounded in electricity into water and the kid lives? How is that possible?
1: (laughs) Uh, because... Nah, I got nothing. <laughs> I, mean, nah, I got nothing,
0: dude. Yeah, that should be an impossibility. Uh, cut to Eddie entering the radio station. Now he's soaking wet. He co- enters the station. Leslie runs up to him. They kiss. Eddie then. Ooh! Eddie now turns on the broadcasting equipment and like, and leans into the mic and says, "Wake up, sleepyheads! It's party time."
1: Oh, cause he's running. Which, that by shit the way, well, that
0: was Nuke's little catchphrase earlier, but we skipped over that part. So he's not running the. He's like, "This is my radio station now." Uh, blackout roll credits. That's the movie. At the very, very, very end of the credits, there is a super brief scene of yeah, Reverend Ozzy back on that talk show saying, and this can kick you off into being a pervert. And that's all it is. Because he's talking about the rock music and kick you off into being a pervert. That's yeah, it. Done. Well,
1: there's a whole scene where they, uh, when, when Sammy goes up in front of the courtroom, it's like, what do they call it? Like rock and roll perversion or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, during Fuck. the yeah the plug like Senate hearing that he was in.
1: Squares.
0: Uh so that's the fucking movie, guys. Um <laughs> let's move on to uh favorite kill. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill.
1: All right, nachos where we got man? What's your favorite kill? Without a doubt in my mind, when he pulls the fucking hag, uh, uh, large Marge out of the TV, and it's just like a fucking melted husk. Yeah. Um, How about you, Marshall?
0: Well, the the gymnasium scene is insane. I mean, that's just a fucking bonker scene. But my favorite, kill, it, I agree, is the the when he pulls the hag out of the TV, the whole like it's just a burnt husk, like I've never seen before. When I first saw, it, I was like, holy shit, that's like, that's crazy. Um, I loved it. Like
1: I literally loved. That's that was mine. So real easy right there. Super quick this week. I was working on my Halloween costume while this was going on kind of thing. And so, like, hello, Sarah. She goes, you got to see this. You got to fucking see this. <laughs> I, I heard her say what the fuck at least three times. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what do you think was the lamest kill? Um,
0: trying to think of what other kills there were. I mean, Tim's wasn't bad. I mean, electrical head explosion. We've seen that before. Dude, probably too. Yeah. Um, Dope. There's not a whole lot of kills in this movie. I mean, I mean, the, I'm the, thinking
1: the cop might have been probably the cop. Said.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's got to be the cop thing because you don't really see anything. So yeah, the cop. Um. So, all right, let's move on to the odds and ends. Just
2: when you thought it was over, here comes the
0: odds and ends. All right. So ratings, IMDb gives it a five point eight out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. Are you ready for this? All right. Rotten fucking tomatoes, which is like the bourgeois snooty. Yeah. The A
1: twenty four of fucking. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: 75% on the thermometer. making it one of the highest rated movies we've ever done on the show on Rotten Tomatoes with uh, a
1: 62% audience score. <laughs> dude, I'm fucking befuddled. befuddled. I am too. Bamboozled? Hoodwinked? uh, uh, hoodwink, uh, uh rab- Rabble Rouse.
0: And Amazon, 4.7 out of 5.
1: Man, I cannot wait to hear the reviews for
0: this. All right, so... Uh, Let's move on. Uh, plot keywords. There were
1: 422 plot keywords. Boy, I bet you I think I know what one might be. Well, we have demon rape. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the demon didn't. Oh, yeah. That demon told totally me. <laughs> right.
0: Sorry. we're back. Barefoot male. For, because Aaron, if you like male feet, you got some barefoot male feet in this movie. Switching it up. Um, Here's a big one that I'm sure everybody wants in your movies. Sitting on the floor.
2: Whoa! <laughs> yeah, whoa. G-
0: Finally. Um, Aaron, here's another. Feet on table.
1: They're oh. not supposed to be there. But the rock and roll matches, they break them rules. Oh, yeah. Guy on lockers. Close-up. <laughs> Close-up of mouth. <laughs> oh. Did, did the fucking, like, algorithm write these? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This is a little, uh, little weird. Raped by a ghost. So we get two rape references. And... Whoa, not even... You know what? Oh, I, I wanna find go go ahead, boss. Go ahead. Uh, go no. ahead. I wanna like research Rape by Ghost because that might be my new favorite genre. I don't know. And finally they're back. We got the brawling and pant- Oh no, that's the wrong button. There it is. bra and
0: panties are back. All right. Uh
1: but no 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 psychotronic?
0: No. Well, I, I yeah, no, there's no psychotronic. All I right. was kinda surprised. Um it'll be alright. So trivia. So um it was rumored at the time that Wasp frontman Blackie Lawless had, yeah! a, had auditioned to play Sammy Kerr. He was close to getting the role and even offered to do the whole soundtrack album if he got the part. But when director Charles Martin Smith told Blackie that they got fast weighted to soundtrack he, and he would be lip-syncing to them, Blackie refused the role. Tony me that he didn't need Fastway's music when he had his own band to do the music.
1: Dead fucking serious. Do you guys this song uh, wasp? It's like it's called "Fuck Like a Beast." He's like, I got pictures of naked ladies, and it's him talking about like guzzling mad dog and just <laughs> fucking the shit out of ladies. And I'm like, Blackie, you're my spirit animal, even though I'm uh, very uncomfortable saying your name. Yeah.
0: Um. So I, speaking of fact, all the songs that we were written by the band Fastway, which Consisted of former Motorhead guitarist Fast Eddie Clark, yeah, Pete Way of UFO, as okay. well as current flogging Molly vocalist Dave King.
1: What in the just random tornado fuckeries? Well, you know who Blackie Lawless's uh, daughter is, Lucy Lawless, Xena. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie, um, playing Mark Frames, uh,
0: is wearing an alternative Tentacles shirt. Uh, at one point, this was a punk label found in 1979 by Jello biofra of the Dead Kennedys. I don't oh, know. The dude that sings like a retarded ghost. I uh, guess. I don't know how to pronounce this. Last name. Um, Gene Simmons, uh, Kiss a Co-Founder bassist, where all, well, he was offered the lead role of Sammy Kerr, but he also opted the, for the cameo of uh, Eddie's friend DJ Rock the, of Nuke. instead. Nuke. Uh Simmons claimed that he did this as a tribute to the famous Rock DJ Wolfman Jack, who was Gene Simmons' childhood idol. He kind of wanted to be a Wolfman Jack character. Wolfman um,
1: Jack Nicholas Cage
0: <laughs> Mark Price was also set to play the lead in the famous 80s high school rom com Can't Buy Me Love, but had to, which was a great movie. I but had to, know that one.
1: It was About, really prost- good. About it, prostitution? Yeah, 100%. Wow. Um, no. <laughs> well, but our remake to, is. But,
0: <laughs> but he had to back out of the movie due to his contract with family ties, so that's why Patrick Dempsey got the lead role instead. Also supposedly, Mark Price beat out Keanu Reeves for the role of Eddie, but the producers who like Keanu would who would go on to cast Keanu when they made Bill and Ted's excellent
1: adventure. Oh, I thought you were going to say they accidentally killed his dog. I'm like, <laughs> <No>.
0: uh-oh! <laughs> and um, there was a, cutout scene, a cut scene of Eddie having a Conan the Barbarian daydream in which he was dressed up as Conan with a sword oh, and a skimpily clad Leslie was wrapped around his leg. Dope,
1: like some Frank Frazetta shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, and suppose, also, suppose that Ozzy Osbourne improvised or abled off his lines as the Reverend when you, he was on that little talk show bit. You and tell they said Ozzy they got like, um, they, get, they let him go and got about 45 minutes of the material from him for, for, for like 30 seconds of what he was actually in the movie.
1: That's kind of bullshit. i just let it sassy, man. Let him do his thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, the demon dog thing that attacks Genie in the car is actually named Skeezix, and it was kind of like uh, meant to be Sammy Kerr's mascot. That if in the real world would have appeared on Sammy Kerr's album covers and merchandise. Oh. In a similar. Like Eddie. Yes. That or Iron Vic. Man and, yes. That Iron Man has Eddie and Megadeth has Vic Rattlehead. So he was basically their version, Sammy Kerr's version of those rock. I, my yeah,
1: response. a little fucking pointer, or just maybe a character wearing that shirt. Yeah, or a poster like you would never guess that. Like, just, just the fucking smallest. Yeah, when I saw that, like, oh, okay, now we
0: have a demon dog on or because you never see what that is before ever. Right, and, like how are they have? Because they focus on. There's a big Sammy Kerr poster in his in his room that he right. on a lot. right. Like, why not just have Sammy Kerr and then like with this, skeez- like on the poster next to him or something? These,
1: why the fuck would they have that together? Shirt, you know. Yeah. Hey, movie from almost forty years ago. (laughs) Wake (laughs) the fuck up, loser! And fun fact: if you really want this movie, you can buy
0: the DVD on Amazon for a whopping fifty-five dollars right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that's uh, that's all I got for um, four, 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 four play uh, for trivia. But you ready for this? Because we're going to the budget. They spent
1: how much? The budget game. Now, I don't
0: want more, any more half-assed cop-out answers from you, but nachos. Make this fun. All right. All right. <clears throat> so, what do you want to guess was the budget of this movie in
1: 1986? 1980? I have no idea. I 1986? Uh, <laughs> I, I, dude, I don't even know what a Deutschmark transfer rate is. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, I don't know. Let's go fucking, like, three, no... Yeah, let's go like three million dollars. Three million dollars. Oh, you don't know, like three point two million dollars. You want three point two? Yeah, fuck it.
0: Three point two million.
1: Are we all doing, right. doing prices right? Rules?
0: Uh, no, we're just doing no. Okay. Uh, all right. So you guessed three point two million nachos. You. You have chosen wisely. Shut the fuck up. Three point five million dollars. I'll take it. See if you actually try, you actually win the game. Holy shit, you won. You know how long it took Aaron to win his first one? <laughs> what what, what, do, what do I win? You win a warm yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, all right, now we're gonna press your luck though, because now you're gonna do it. what the opening weekend was in US. How much money did it make an opening weekend in US and Canada?
1: Uh, all right. Oh, I thought you had like a bit. you were, like a button. no, nope, nope, um, no, no button. Just uh, da, 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 da. let's go. Like. 15, 15 I don't know. The thing I said, but half of it.
0: Fifteen million, but half, so seven and a half. Million.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a ticket. You
0: want seven and a half million opening weekend?
1: All right. No, that's like nope. Marvel money. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Let's go like. I like five thousand. Five. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> five million. No, right. five million. <laughs> five uh, fucking Jesus. Okay. Those you, decibels. You. I was cool for a second. All right. You're going five million opening
0: weekend. Nachos. You chose poorly he chose
1: one yeah no shit (laughs) hey man even even the sun shines on a dog's asshole every now and again opening weekend
0: was two million nine hundred twelve thousand six hundred eighty seven so not too far off Eh. not bad now you get one more chance gross in u.s. how much did it make in its total theatrical run in u.s. and canada
1: all right so what i say i said like three Point two.
0: You said his budget was three point two, which was his budget was three five. Alright, so and You guessed make... your opening weekend you guessed like five million.
1: What it what it make all together? What'd it make altogether? all together? Alright. Uh three seven billion. No <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take like eight eight million wait million. Yeah, eight million? Eight million. And I know that's bullshit. That's not gonna do sh-
0: nachos. You have chosen wisely it... what what fucking I'm generous parallel. I'm giving this to you because right, that's yeah. close and, and millions gross was 6,797,218 it
1: definitely made it so you made back.
0: you were off by 1,000,000 basically 1.3 1. million and I'm giving I'll give you that that's pretty good thanks for the pity fuck buddy you're, ready. you're welcome alright so now let's start wrapping this up let's move on to Mortal Kombat Combat.
2: yes at the end of this day One shall stand, one shall fall. A a a fight to survive! Good versus bad, right versus wrong, light versus dark. In the end, when the dust settles, we will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat?
0: All right, Mortal Kombat combat. There were one thousand five hundred fifty-six total reviews on Amazon. Eighty-two percent were five-star, with only one percent being a one-star review. Total lopsided battle here. But there was a problem with some of the five stars in these reviews, though. Starting off with five stars from Chris Franklin. Just writes, good for the whole family. Five stars. Oh.
1: Oh, you degenerate fucking monster. <laughs> Said me.
0: So here's the thing about um a lot of these reviews. Over half of these reviews, probably like a good 70% of these reviews that are supposed to be for the movie were more reviews for the soundtrack of the same name. <laughs> they were reviewing the soundtrack, not the movie. So, from Joseph A. Tambora, this is just a funny one. When I played this CD for my friend George, she ran and screamed like a ban- Like a little banshee. The fool was scared to rock and roll. I love this CD. It takes me back to the times when men were men and women were weird. We wore tight jeans, white sneakers, and rock shirts. We wore we were way cool and bad uh, badass as well. I tell you, my and my crew, misspelled, went nuts. Absolutely boinkers. Wait,
1: like Motley crew? C-R-U-E. Oh, there's no double dots over there. Mm-mm. Oh, continue.
0: <laughs> Me and my crew went nuts. Absolutely boinkers. When the what? CD, boinkers, oh. B-O-I-N-K-E-R-S. I think
1: we have a new word. When
0: the CD was on the turntable.
1: My friend George
0: and I kicked each other in the face while listening to this gem. We got physically violent, and then a little slapstick violence was in order as well. My friends Heckle and Jekyll picked me up and threw me out a window. They were rocking to it this much. I fell in a garbage can filled with tomato sauce and was, and nearly was made into a baked ziti. Question mark. <laughs> I love this CD and this band. Fast way is the fast way to rock, and if you can't get down with that. Then take this show to Shuddy Town. Why don't you? Ariba, my puke, puke perucos? Five exclamation marks.
1: Like, what, what in <laughs> the Beavis and butthead, crack smoking, mullet yeah. flopping, fucking coarse light chugging nightmare does this dude live in? And give me his fucking, give yeah, me his contact. Yes. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking wild. I have to read that one. Even I can spell better than that, Marshall. Dude, the
0: grammar is all over the place. The puncture, it was terrible. Some from Rodney Allen, and this is, yeah. oh, I will write my review of this, smiley face. Um, okay. <laughs> it's like a third, oh, I'm, I'll write my review of this. Oh, yeah? Loved it. Bought my first copy when it came out in 86 on LP. After that, I must have bought about 30 tapes of it and six CDs. One of my classics. I love it. The movie as well, Masterpiece. Five All right, Marshall, stars.
1: I got to stop you. Well, that's perfect timing. I gotta stop you. Now, just imagine Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force <laughs> doing the.
2: Oh, yeah! Do this yeah.
1: fucking fast way! I saw them in the River Lays with the. Uh, I love it! <laughs> and, uh, uh, with the uh, uh, rat with two Ts. And they fucking kicked ass, let me tell you. That's. Also, they fucking just. Fucking love it. They just dropped the new Aqua Teen movie. Did they really? Yeah, with like actual animation. Oh, wow. Yeah. I
0: don't know if that might ruin it, though. It might be too much.
1: No, nah, it's gonna be stupid <clears> as fuck. <laughs> And I'm gonna buy it, of course. Uh, from
0: Tim R. While the movie ultimately sucked, wow! Skippy of Family Ties, wrong choice for lead actor. The soundtrack is great. Fastway gave me gave some awesome tracks for this movie. Five stars. I like how you pop the horns while doing so. So again, you're saying the movie, you're the movie sucked, but but you give it five stars for per, the soundtrack. It's I don't know. Perfect example:
1: of The Crow, City of Angels, dog shit movie. That soundtrack's a fucking it slaps <laughs> it slaps. It comes. Um, it rides a tandem bike. It pays its taxes. Okay, so It interrupts Marshall. Yeah, it interrupts
0: Marshall. <laughs> um this one's called No. And I put in parentheses, he may have had a stroke while riding this one. Because okay, so No Compared to <laughs> Yeah. So here we go. Cool old school ride. Really love the rhythm. Good old days,
1: school of go for it, you'll like it coolness. Oh, you know what? Five stars. It was a talk-to-text haiku <laughs> from a hamster. <laughs> um, the so, Way of Fast. It, 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 well, here's
0: here. the last two five stars, and these are from repeat reviewers that we've had multiple times on the show we've run across. Oh, buddy. So we have BS About Movies, who we've seen before. Uh, they Just so you know note, they copy and pasted this exact same review also on IMDb. So you read the exact same thing. Uh, The director of A Dolphin's Tale and A Dolphin's Tale 2, Skippy from Family Ties, and one of the stars of A Chorus Line, made the most metal film ever. Mm. Let that sink in. (laughs) I grew up a fat, bespeckled child in a small town. Bespeckled? Yep. I'm Googling that. Bespeckled. uh, In a small town, while with cruising, crushing self-esteem issues, a love for gore movies, and a sarcastic mind that loved the way people treated me. Uh, when I started dressing all in black. Every single situation Eddie loser Weinbauer... What all black? I don't know. Um, every single situation that Eddie Weinbauer endures in his film, I lived That's it. I am. If a monster Glenn Danzig could take over shop class and kill my tormentors, I would have gladly welcomed such mayhem and menace. Five Dude, stars. Dude, whatever.
1: Glenn Danzig's a little bitch.
0: Um, and lastly, from another repeater, from Sid the Elf, we've had him on several times,
1: the Speckled.
0: The Speckled. Got all right, so it. excuse me for this.
1: All right. Uh, all yours, Marsh. Go ahead. Sid
0: the Elf writes, there is something very perfect about 80s horror movies with a dose of rock and roll undertones. We were first introduced to Golden combo last year with the hilarious viewing experience of Rock and Roll Nightmare. I got to look that one up, too. Oh,
1: that's... Dude, it's got... For, f- oh, uh, go ahead. Go
0: no, ahead. okay. Uh, for some reason, when rock riffs metal... When rock riffs meet metal, magic seems to happen. Sure these movies are deplorable to the conventional masses, but they are so very right for the right viewer. Ideally, if you grew up or went to were a high school kid in the eighties, then a movie like Trick or Treat has to resonate with you. It just captures a specific feeling of a time that can only be reviewed through music movies and music. It brings you back to a time when you had to leave your house to go to rent a movie to enjoy it. A time when you browse the video store horror section, stumble across something like trick or treat and know you'd be in it for a good night. Not only does this movie provide a nice dose of sentimentality, but it will also give you an hour and a half worth of laughs. They just don't make movies like this anymore. Sure. they still make tons of bad movies, but not with the fines of the eighties or nineties. If you haven't seen trick or treat as yet, then we strongly suggest firing this one up at your earliest convenience. You will not be disappointed. Very sincere. Um, review five stars.
1: Yeah, because growing up in the 90s, I never went to a fucking video store. Yeah, people growing yeah. up in the early thousands never went to a fucking video yeah, store.
0: Yeah, people people don't realize but on um, you know, at midnight of uh, you know, January 1st midnight or December 31st midnight, all video stores cease to exist. Oh, it's they like disappeared. I almost
1: said like 9/11, but well, uh, why why <laughs> 2K or also Y2K, why as yeah. I, I like to call it, why she talk? Why she talk? Why she talk? Why she talk? Uh so moving on to the one stars reviews. Actually, before you get in that, read no. that. Read that out loud for the the listeners. Uh,
0: bespeckled definition of bespeckled. Mark or cover with a large number of small spots or patches of color.
1: It's freckles. Yeah. It's freckles. fucking freckles. Yeah. Why well, just, just say freckled, you fucking <laughs> shit clown? <laughs> Jesus fuck. Uh
0: one star from Jason Lit Liddyard.
1: And the Argonauts coming at you from the <laughs> top twenty.
0: Subtitles You Can't Shut Off. Don't waste your money. One star.
1: Haha, <laughs> sucker. I didn't waste any money. So,
0: W. WooWard actually took the time to write no comment one star.
1: Why waste your
0: time? What the <laughs> shit? Look this at- is like the second time or third time I've seen somebody literally write no comment one star. Why waste the time to do it? Like, what's your, what? Get out of here. Uh, Go kick rocks, you fucking And this nerd. was really the only other one I could find on Amazon worth reading anything over. Uh, so, from Amazon Custer. I'm a must say my overall Impression with this DVD was poor The picture card was very bad grainy The movie is so poorly made In one scene you actually see the microphone Of the sound crew in the picture Excuse me. Also, Ozzy Osbourne isn't a star slash main character in the movie. He only makes a cameo appearance on the TV in the movie as a Preacher Evangelist. But even so, it's only for a minute. That's it. Gene Simmons makes only a brief appearance as a radio DJ. The DVD box art has Ozzy and Gene on the cover. Yep, that's as, how they get you. Yeah, as well as their names as the star slash main characters of the movie, which is misleading. Mark Price is the main character, which for some may remember Skippy of the 80s TV show Famous Ties. The story implied the movie is pretty cheesy, and the Fast Lane, Fast Lane, it's Fast Way, not Fast Lane.
1: Idiot, kill yourself.
0: Band sounds like Great White minus the Flames. The the sound wasn't wasn't too bad for being Dolby 2.0. There are no special features or trying the DVD. Blah blah blah. Also, there is no booklet or insert for scene number, etc. Blah blah blah. Uh, the the movie oh. is also only in full screen. Overall, I'd still steer clear of this DVD unless you're a Kiss or Ozzy collector. Then it may be in, be an interesting addition for collection's sake. By the way, I was an '80s metalhead and I still am a metalhead. I may actually pawn off this deity or sell it. Any takers? One it's like, star. It's
1: like, hey, buddy, nobody said you weren't, but I yeah. like that. It's like hanging out with a vegan. It's just <laughs> like, by the way, did you know? It's like, did no nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's like those same people in these horror movies. Like, I love horror movies. I've watched so many. I love horror movies. But like, dude, you don't have to like.
1: Yeah, don't flex at me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Go,
0: go. So because that was it. I would did go to IMDb and find one review on there because like the w- this was a four out of 10 on IMDb. One, I know.
1: Very generous.
0: One of the lower rates. Most, again, most of everything was very high. From uh, Grydoon. This movie has a very hard to swallow premise. Even by this genre standards, we are asked to accept not only that a record played backwards can bring a dead man back to life, but that the record also contains hidden messages aimed specifically at one kid when uh, that singer had no connection to the boy when he was alive. And of course, no way of knowing at whose hands the record would end up and, it, which is a great fucking point to make. Anyway, the film is fun for a while, but eventually the silliness and pointlessness reign supreme. If they were really trying to create a new freddy like horror icon, they were way off. The villain here has no personality, no motivation, and no variety. That's the review. Uh,
1: I, I mean, does this not tailor to the satanic panic? Uh, yeah, actually it loosely does. They could have <laughs> focused a little more on that to be, uh, you know, I'll save it for the.
0: Okay. So that's the other people's reviews. We, uh, let's wrap this up. Like, let's go right into it. Not just final thoughts, final takes. What, what uh, do you, what are you so recommending here?
1: This movie's dumb. This movie's harmless. Uh, this caters to a very specific genre of the satanic panic shit. Like I was just saying, uh, the soundtrack's fun. I mean There's not a lot of bad shit from the eighties. Oh wait, that's not true. <laughs> I was born in the eighties. Uh yeah, so good it's it's uh so so good it's scary. Oh, okay. And I mean, uh there's there's I mean the soundtrack fucking shreds. I could this movie have been about 20 minutes shorter? Of course. Um some loose ends, some continuity issues, we got boobs, we got gore. Come on, bud. You know me. I'm a fucking sucker. Mm-hmm. That's you're, you're checking my boxes.
0: Which is all Halloween Ends had to do was keep to the formula, give us blood, boobs, and babes. Don't mess with it. It ain't broken. But no, we got to go off wicking. let's get weird with a fucking love story and have Corey come in and be the new Michael and blah blah blah. Fuck you, Halloween Ends. Yep. Anyway,
1: Did um, <laughs> oh, hold up. I, I I got I got a Kanye. You for actually, he's canceled now and fuck him. Fuck Kanye. Uh, yeah. So originally, when we were going to record this episode. It was going to be the day after the halloween hootenanny and all that yeah and i agreed only under what condition i could wear a costume here oh yeah we were right. going to wear costumes we were so do you know what my costume i was going to wear was i'm assuming it's gonna be halloween three related or you're gonna be cody <laughs> i was going to wear my halloween 2018 mask with a. Uh, a fucking stupid goober wig and glasses <laughs> and then on my jumpsuit it was going to be a hello my, my name, name is cory <laughs> which uh was it cory or was it cody oh it was cory because okay i cory cunningham which by the way if you make the parallels of that movie to fucking christine it's uh yeah yeah but don't <laughs> all right um how about you marshall oh for me for trick-or-treat
0: so bad is good yeah i i will say i i it did sucker me because the first um ad i saw for this one i first heard about it, somebody told me oh yeah it's a horror movie with ozzy osborne oh shit i gotta see this and then when i looked up the first image poster it had that had gene simmons DVD? and ozzy yes. on the cover I'm like oh they're gonna be a main part in this this is gonna be crazy and then nope they is like they fucking halloween ended it or Halloween 3 did. They blew you in with the premise of this is going to beat it, and then they're not.
1: Actually, oh, sorry. Let me see your glasses so I can slide them up real quick. <laughs> uh, actually, they uh, intruded you. Intruded you. With me? Bruce Campbell on the fucking cover.
0: Oh, okay. Intruded, yeah.
1: <sighs> I just love this damn score <laughs> so much. Uh, that's a great movie. It's a fucking good. We movie. should review that. Oh, we did. We should probably get Cincinnati Jeff on that. Slick
0: actually. and Nasty Jeff, yeah. We-
1: slick and Nasty. Damn.
0: <laughs> um, but no, this movie, like, despite the fact that they're barely in it, which was fine, uh, this movie was a riot for me. Like, I, I end up having a, it's crazy. It's Yo, so in large March, in large March. There's so much. I mean, just so much fucking blue so leg. <laughs> like, one more time for everybody. Um, just so much of it, and
1: it, it's. Can I say just say goodbye to all the listeners you lost?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. No one's coming back after this. one. They
1: lasted this long. <laughs> Um, That's
0: just where I drop out But I mean I, I, it, There was so much I mean you have a little bit of a Shocker You have a little bit of Christine Maximum Drive You have a little bit of a Rocktober Blood You get a lot You know you All this mashup And then, like there's just so much And that scene at the gym With just chaos and the music And people <laughs> getting evaporated <laughs> It's Ooh, It's over the top
1: And Gorgasm You ever see Gorgasm? No
0: Wait oh, Yes
1: oh, Deathgasm death Deathgasm Gasm, I'm Yes sorry.
0: I have seen that Yes Alright Um, I was about to say Do you mean Death? Um yeah, it's just funny. Sammy Kerr does kind of suck. I mean, I would say he kind of suck. He, I won't say the one like, doesn't. he doesn't have a whole lot of personality, but then he doesn't really speak that much at all. Um, so, I mean, they hired a, he's a solid gold dancer. They got a dancer to play a horror guy. That's you why know, he did that
1: sweet, like fucking cartwheel. Yeah, shit. that's why he's
0: doing fucking side aerials and shit. Um, and he's not, they hired him for his, his movement ability, not his acting, I guess, but still. Um,
1: I think Sammy Kerr could probably be in a Mortal Kombat game.
0: Especially with like the late ones where they start adding like stupid. Oh they God. put mo- if, if you're putting mocap in the character, you could fucking put Sammy Kerr in a mo- Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> mo
1: Kerr. I'm done. Moving on. Moving I want to
0: see Sammy Kerr in terror Dome. <laughs> <That Fuck.
1: game. laughs> I mean, they have Matt Cordell. Yeah, I, 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 I was as well. super surprised.
0: Um, but no, I don't have much. This movie was just a, supple- a pleasant surprise. Uh, I had fun with it. It's it's ridiculous. Um it's free on YouTube. If you can just go on YouTube and search Trick or Treat 1986 and you can find the whole movie there. Um uh, I it's free. I'd say go watch it, man. It's
1: fun. Yeah, get some buddies, get some buds, get some brews, get some babes, get some blowjobs, get some bananas, yep. get some bratwurst uh and watch this movie. I don't know. Uh Marshall, if you had to double feature this with another film, what would you uh what would you take team it with? Um well, just because we talk about enough, it it's come up a few times. I I
0: might go Rocktober Blood, uh, just if you if you d- want to double up on the rock horror mo- the rock horror movies.
1: Yeah, um, you know I uh, same. Yeah, I was gonna say Slash o Lantern, but not really. That focuses. I mean, it's definitely in the realm of the satanic shit. And also, do you ever, do you ever you watch Hack a Lantern? Ha- what I say Slash a Lantern, Slash o lantern that Hack a Lantern?
0: That's a wacky crazy one. That's so that's fun, but I
1: would match this with Rocktober Blood. So did you uh, did you ever watch It's Always Sunny? I saw a few episodes of it, but not much. All right. So the lead character in Hackle Lantern is Max Dad. Okay. He's like a deranged fucking prisoner, and I don't know. It's just kind of a fun little uh, treat there. All right. So and what the fuck is that that Grandpa even saying? He's some half the shit he's like. <laughs> it's like subtitles need <laughs> subtitles, and even those are question marks. I don't fucking know. All right. Let's man. wrap this up. Bring it uh, on
0: home. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you stay with us this long, I appreciate. Uh, We'll be back sometime in the future. I might take a little break myself here for a week or two, uh, but we'll be back. in the meantime, you know what the deal is. Wait, is this the part where I plug my podcast? Yeah, this is the part where you plug your podcast.
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, listen to Horrible Horror. And I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's uh, the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. And goddamn, I don't know why you wouldn't know this by now. By now. Yep. Unless this is your first episode. And it this could this is your be. first episode. I am so, so sorry. fucking sorry. So uh, listen to your second favorite podcast. Uh, Here Comes the Spooky. Yeah.
0: So in the meantime, watch more horror movies. And remember to always
2: stay spooky.
0: And keep it blue. Yo, Fucking Here's the story <laughs> about a little guy that lives
1: oh, in a dreams. blue world. <laughs> all day and all
0: night and everything he sees is just blue. Like him inside and outside. Blue his house with a blue little window and a blue corvette.
2: And everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around him. To listen to this end to this end to and